You ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, wintertime, I'm underground. Yeah, I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the cheapy of the lamp. smoke that joint. Who's up in the chat right now? Let's see. <laughs> Peacock said, sound like you were going to bust a flow. <laughs> nope, not I, sir, not I. We're going to need more weed and mushrooms for that. <coughs> About to smoke a bowl of the strawberry mango haze. Brought to you, brought to you by our homies at Redwood Cultivation. Fucking love it. Super tasty. And let's get it. Let's get it in the morning. Let's see who's up here besides Stranger. Stranger, what you smoking on right now? Stranger's always got some cool stuff in the bong. Derek, salute. Hey, PB and Waivers, what up, homie? Whoa, he said, just watched the 24-hour live stream on YouTube. What was it all about? Was it, uh, was it a fantasy 24-hour live stream? He said, I'm still tripping that Olave news. Uh, nobody else is speaking on it yet, I've heard. Yeah, I, I, we spoke on it yesterday. Why is nobody speaking on it? Like, <laughs> you heard it here first. Like, man, he had uh, he got the uh, minor Achilles injury is what they said. And maybe because it's minor, maybe people aren't freaking out. And he was just, he was just held out of practice. So, I mean, it's not like they're like, oh, he's missing like multiple weeks and, you know, like shit like that. So, I don't know. It's crazy that nobody said it. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, a smaller. They said minor Achilles injury, but yeah, if, if that's even possible, right? Like, fuck, we hear Achilles, and like, we're already thinking like, shit, 
Travis Etienne is about to be done for the year, you know, like he was. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm super nervous about Olave now, and uh, that's something we're going to be tracking, uh, obviously, this next week. Um, I guess it's because it happened on Thursday, and like we're all, like the weekend's already here. So, man, I mean, there's just there's a lot of reasons why people might not be speaking on it at all. And uh, hey, hey, we got Bogey in the house. Can you dig it, what up, kid? What up, bogus? What's happening, us? Um, PB and Waivers said that he's heard nobody else talking about um, Olave's uh, new camp injury, and uh, they said minor Achilles, but that's pretty much all we heard. Um. So you don't have to worry about it at all unless next month in training camp, this is still an issue. And right. then I'll say the same thing. Hey, you don't got to worry about this at all unless <laughs> we get to preseason and this is an issue. If because we hear anything about a setback because of this or a tweak yep. because of this or anything, that's when it's time to start freaking out. But, yeah, we still got months um, until the season starts. <laughs> and – for what Devontae Adams did in year in the only year he played yeah, with like the only year what up Marty the only year that uh Devontae Adams played with Derek Carr last year Derek Carr was I mean Guccini pointed this out the other night top five deep ball accuracy top five in completion rating as far as you know uh, uh, uh completions over 20 yards Olave is gonna eat a lot down the field yeah and uh yeah, if you know, if, if any kind of soft tissue injury, whether it's a hamstring or an Achilles, or these are always alarming for your down the field guy. So you know, I mean, just just monitor it. You know what I mean? Because Achilles is really you don't want to hear that. You know what I mean? Like if it was a torn Achilles. I mean, we would already hear it. He's done for the year. Like when you know. hear Achilles injury, right? That yeah. could mean that could mean like sprain Achilles, right? A sprain is up a minor tear. You know what I mean? So. That's I mean, why like, when you hear Achilles, you get really like I, I don't like hearing Achilles at all. You know what I mean? Yeah, they but, said minor injury. Is it a minor tear? Is it a little tweak? We have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> and uh Marty just said you're back on the clock in the 24 bogey. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I think I had like <laughs> one thing between me, right? Who, who did that last dude take? Crying Jamal Williams. Okay. What is Rashawn Johnson's nickname again? I forgot. What the fuck? Uh, Kidda, you were the one who told me that, his nickname. Way better than Rashawn Johnson. Hey, did somebody, did somebody take a uh, – uh, you know what? I'll, I'll look in a second there, Mike. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? I was well, so how, how, how much can you remember in the draft? And I'll just, like, repeat the last round. Uh, well, earn uh, – I, I just because I you know I just woke up like ten minutes ago, so I'm a little <laughs> foggy, muggy, whatever. Oh, the this is the best time to make a pick, then. Yeah, I know, right? That's why I was like, hold okay, on. It's man. Roscoe's. That's what it is. Roscoe's chicken and waffles. That's why Rashawn got. Is, is, is he from LA? Uh, That'd be hard, bro. If his name is Roscoe's chicken and waffles, blood. <laughs> Let's see. 
Hey, hey, Minnesota Marty in the house. Let's smoke it up. What up, Marty and Marty? Um, okay. Where, where is he from? Uh, he's from Texas. Oh, okay. You know what's funny though? It's like, um, I okay, looking at this draft right now, I had to like double take. I'm like, damn, someone really took Ernest Jones right there. You know what I mean? Yeah, a little bit too early for uh, a little bit too rich for my blood, but you know. Yeah, and like I, I do like Ernest Jones. I think he's gonna be a guy, you know. But they are <laughs> changing their scheme a little bit. They're changing from a whatever to a whatever. I forget what they played last year. Four three to a three four, a four or whatever. Yeah, I think they're going to a three four because they got you know they got the right outside linebacker and the the left uh, outside linebacker. You know what I mean? That's usually yeah. a three four. You know what I mean? So. And like so, they're you know because last year he was playing the MLB. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's Charlie. It's funny. Like every time I hear Charlie Brown, like I just want to get the Charlie. Charlie Murphy. Charlie Batman. Oh, that was <laughs> that really hurt, Charlie. <laughs> oh, Charlie. That was like that was one of the OG like viral shit. I remember like. I didn't I see that until COVID. Like, that's what's crazy. Like, I did not see that until COVID. So you didn't see it until 10 years later. Exactly. Yeah, the kid's a fucking grown adult <laughs> by that time damn near. <laughs> I mean, like, it's funny because, like, think about that. A kid like that, um, I mean, he was, like, on Ellen. Fuck, the 10-year anniversary was six years ago, bro. <laughs> For real? That's what it says here on like one of the videos. Because like it had to be 2009, 10. When you know, I mean, it was like him. It was like Charlie. It was the climbing in your window and snatching people up guy. Uh, the Anton Dodson. It was the uh, the double rainbow. Remember that guy? Yeah, yeah. All right, here. Well, here and here it is for everyone. Let's get stoned and, uh, and watch. Yeah, let's watch this shit. It's funny. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie <laughs> bit me. <laughs> Charlie bit me. <laughs> hey, this kid is Ow. not the smartest kid, is he? Ow! PBA waiver said my my kids are older than that, but he used to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that really hurt, Charlie. <laughs> hey, oh my way, where's the remix? There's always fucking funny ass remixes to this shit. <coughs> hey, he started to like it after a while. Hey, Charlie. Thank <laughs> you. 
Dodson's still the best, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that shit went. I mean, that shit went platinum. Yeah, fuck yeah. Just from a fucking news story, like that. terrifying moment. <laughs> That's what's even funnier. It's like, man, <laughs> he's just wilding out like that. A woman who woke up to a strange man in bed with her. The woman screamed. Her brother rushed in to help and tried to fight the offender off. That break-in happened early this morning in the 500 block of Webster Drive in Huntsville. WFF 48's Elizabeth. Where was this at? Like Elizabeth's Florida? emotions were running high. And Mark, the woman, the victim like tells us that a man broke into her house and tried to rape her. Her brother went in and he tried to help her out, but the man got away, leaving behind, though, evidence of his visit. <laughs> Ooh, Chicago. Kelly Dodson was asleep with her little girl inside their apartment on Webster Drive when I was attacked by some idiot from out here in the projects. Dodson says her attacker used a garbage can to climb onto the unit's ledge, open the upstairs window, and then he got in bed with her. He, he tried to rape me. He tried to pull my clothes off. Dodson struggled with her attacker, knocking over items in her bedroom. Antoine Dodson heard his sister scream and ran to help. Well... Obviously, we have a rapist in Lincoln Park. He's climbing in your windows. He's snatching your people up, trying to rape them. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband because they're raping everybody out here. The attacker got loose and went out the upstairs window, <laughs> but he did leave something behind. We got your T-shirt to the left, fingerprints and all. You are so dumb. You are really dumb, for real. A crime scene investigator photographed and dusted for prints on the lid of the garbage can and the window pane and ledge. Dodson says he's never seen the perp before, but sends this warning to whoever is responsible. You don't have to come and confess that you did it. We're looking for you. We're going to find you. I'm letting you know now so you can run and tell that. Oh, boy. <laughs> now, if you have any information on this crime, you're urged to call Huntsville Police Department. We'll have much more from the victims of that attack coming up. To <laughs> and of course, <laughs> that brings in one of the most iconic <laughs> remixes on the internet ever. <laughs> well, obviously, we have a rapist in Lincoln Park. He's climbing in your windows, he's snatching your people up, trying to rape them, so y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband, because they're raping everybody out here. You don't have to come and confess, we're looking for you, we gon' find you, we gon' find you, so you can run and tell that, run and tell that, run and tell that, oh boy, oh, oh, oh boy, we got your t-shirt to the left, big impression, oh, you are so dumb. You are really gone, for real. The man got away, leaving behind evidence. I was attacked by some idiot in the project. So dumb, so dumb, so dumb, so dumb. He's climbing in your windows, he's snatching your people up, trying to rape them. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband, because they're raping everybody out here. You don't have to come and confess. We're looking for you. We gon' find you. We gon' find you. So you can run and tell that. Run and tell that. Run and tell that. Oh boy. Oh, oh, oh boy. Man. It's classic. <laughs> that is so fucking classic. All right. What the hell else are we going to talk about today? <coughs> Um, oh, we filled our fast draft, baby. We filled the fast draft. Kidda took the last spot. 
we are filled and ready to go. And uh, oh, in our slow draft, we are going to be uh, doing the um, the draft order race and getting started here. I'm waiting on. Uh... Yeah, let me see. I was waiting on one person to get back to me. And actually, actually, you don't have to. Doesn't have to get back to me. I already paid and everything, so we're good. We Gucci. Let me uh, let me throw the link in over here so people know we're gonna start the we're gonna do the draft order race. Probably starting like thirty, probably like thirty minutes. Let's let the peeps know. Starting in like 30 minutes. Let's get it. All right. Let's smoke it up. Man, this uh this weed is so good by uh by Redwood Cultivation. Oh my gosh, look at this. Mm. Oh, so fucking terpy. Man, it's so fucking good. So good. Mm. And, uh, oh, we did another Silver Screen Breakdowns last night. If you guys didn't see it, we broke down. Stoner Classic Half-Baked. And, oh, man, it did not disappoint. Really fucking, uh, really classic stuff. It was uh, myself, Nelly Nell, Bogey was in the building. We even had uh, Peacock come through for Act Three and show some love. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a good time. Go check that out. Go watch it. Um, it's on uh, YouTube right now. Go subscribe to the Silver Screen Breakdowns YouTube if you haven't already. And um, and what was I going to say? And uh, it'll everything will be on in podcast form. At the beginning of the week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday is when the podcast drop for the Silver Screen Breakdowns now. All right. And let's see. Like most Wake and Bakes, don't really have anything planned for this morning. We're just going to be smoking it up. Oh, man, that's so funny. Crispy said, I didn't know that that was a real thing. <laughs> obviously. Well, obviously. <laughs> yeah, it is a real thing. That's what makes it even funnier. Um, and that's why we got, like, all the drops. He's climbing in your windows. He's snatching your people up, trying to rape them. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, and yeah, hide your husband because they're raping, raping everybody, everybody out here. <laughs> Hey, hey, what up, Devo? Let's smoke it up, homie. Let's smoke it up. Um, what are you smoking on, Devo? I'm stroke. I'm smoking on the strawberry mango haze. And oh man, by Redwood Cultivation. You guys are ever in Vegas and uh, you just go hit up one of the dispensaries. Make sure the shit that you uh, that you get is uh, powered by Redwood Cultivation. Yeah. <laughs> 
<coughs> Woo! All right. And we're going to be doing the draft order race for uh, for the Mighty Ducks division. We're going to be doing that one very soon. Oh, shit. Son, Devo says smoking on the Gary Payton. Let's get it. <coughs> Let's get it. Oh man, we're gonna be uh, yeah, we're gonna be starting the Mighty Ducks division very very soon. Everyone's getting hyped up right now <coughs> in the uh, in the chat. All right, set this draft time. Boom. Yo, yo, Zach in the house. What up, homie? Let's smoke it up. Cheers. Man, that is good. We're about to do one more of the strawberry mango before I switch it up to uh, some diamond OG. Let's get it. And uh, let me see, Zach said, I'm glad I'm going back to work on Monday. I thought this would be my last week uh, getting some cards. Okay. Back at it. And uh, and Derek said, I don't know how I said Ellis Green, uh, the smoothest, strongest weed I ever had. Hey, that is a good. Uh, let me see. Let me. I'm going to send this over to Kev right now because he loves hearing shit like that. Hell yeah, man. Ellis Greens is fire, bro. They're not in Vegas right now. Offic you know, officially, they're not in any anywhere in Vegas. So that's, you know, that's another thing. But yeah, the Ellis Greens, man, it's uh, it's the shit. I'm, I'm about to pull out some finally. To, I've got like one or two nugs left of, uh, of finally right now. <laughs> oh, man. Let me see. Let me see. I know. There we go. Send this over to him. All right. Yeah, he'll be excited to know about that because uh, you know the trend, just like every, uh, just like every other, you know, weed company out there, they're trying to get it known about nationwide. And so I know that he's uh, uh, that Kev will be hella stoked to hear that uh, Ellis Green's probably the smoothest, strongest weed that you ever had out all, out there all the way in Jersey. Hell yeah! And. Uh, as I light up some of this Ellis Greens right now. Yeah, I'm going to smoke a bowl of finally after this uh, this bowl of the strawberry mango haze here. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, oh, shit. Zach said uh, the Tikal Sweet Grease. 
is probably the best weed I've smoked. Nice. Nice. What are we talking here? Like hybrid, obviously, right? Uh, well, what are we talking here? Like, what, what's what's some of the features on on this weed? Yeah, I've still never, uh, I've still never got to smoke any of the Takao official weed. So, yeah, one of these days, though. One of these that's days. Too, whatever. That's you know, what I mean, because um, what's dope about these celebrity brands? They gotta go in different areas, and then and then you know, basically stamp a, a strain in that area right and kevin dead kev just responded he said bro that is too fucking dope he said he's gonna post it <laughs> nice oh, yeah. I mean, you know it's, what's crazy about it is like you know people thought i was crazy saying that and that was just my personal opinion like hey listen bro this is the best weed i've ever had you know what i mean you know what I'm saying? I mean, I like 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 my favorite weed is like Durban Poison, but like it's because that was before I find the finally, the finally, you know what I mean? Yeah. The one thing, the one thing about finally or any weed that's like in there, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you smoke enough of it, you know, some weed naps, some weed naps could occur, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's yeah. the one thing. Hell yeah. I'm strong all day. I want to go to sleep early. <laughs> Crispy said shortage of Ella's green and avocados. What's the world coming to? <laughs> I know, right? Fuck. And Derek, appreciate you for that shout out because Kev's like, man, I gotta get you, I gotta get you some more smoke to smoke on over there so you can be shouting this out. <laughs> so yeah, so oh, yeah, bro. we need we yeah. need more official spot. We need more official weed sponsors of the show. Like that's the best kind of sponsor that we could ask for. <laughs> when, when I was talking to, um, I mean, when when Peacock was on with us last night, and then I was asking him after the show, like, what do you, you know, what do you pay for for you know X, Y, and Z? And I was just like, man, dude, it's, I mean, at least like he, he's not getting like, he has like a, uh, like a he's getting <laughs> solid deals now on some top shelf. You know what I mean? Yeah. And his, did he say his stuff is uh, his stuff coming from Cali? I mean, I know it's. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like and from Cali or whatever. It's, yeah. It's whoever his guy is gets it from Cali. But like, yeah. and like, you know, um, like the stuff he had yesterday, they're coming from like dispensaries. Cause they're like, they're all packaged up nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um. Yeah, it was all like you know he had a bunch of like. Well, see, and that's what's kind of funny is like. Thirty percent. I mean, like, is it coming from dispensaries? Because you know, well, nowadays I've gone, I've gone into a smoke shop here, like in in Vegas, and like they legit sell the mylar bags. Gary Payton OG, like they literally just have like all the the wow, bags that you can buy. So I, I mean, if I, I wouldn't mean, have seen that, day, you remember the brass knuckles or the uh, what were they called? Uh, yeah, exhibits, brass knuckle carts. Yeah. Remember, yeah. like, yeah, but Kimmy and you've had this conversation before. Remember, like, the, it was like some of the biggest scams, scammers, because they were selling the packaging, and then like it just became a thing. You could buy the packaging, and all of a sudden, everybody had these brass knuckle carts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fucked up exhibit shit, like all the way. <laughs> well, I, because see, back then they didn't anticipate that these motherfuckers is very resourceful. Like we was in, you know, what I'm saying like mother. Okay, we went from making wax and all that shit and shatter and you know what I mean, to all of a sudden now they're making distillates and we're and we're we're pack we're packing carts. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And it went from like, and you could buy like not everyone's on the up and up. I mean, shit, it's just like the motherfuckers that use fentanyl because it's cheaper, right? To cut the shit, it's like Mm -hmm. no one's using necessarily great products. Like they're using things based on however much it fucking costs to create it. Yeah, like like um black market shit is what I'm speaking on. Yeah, in the beginning it was like all the biomass was just like whatever you can get your hands on, right? Yeah. Like whatever kind of trim or whatever, you know what I mean? Then it started becoming like 
you know, um, like I remember I had a bag. I would just throw in all the top shelf trim I would come in, in into contact with. You know what I mean? And after like two months, I just had this crazy ass mixed bag. And that I made some good ass. What up, Sean? And that shit made some good ass wax, you know what I mean? But like at the same time, it was like, oh, okay. You know, there's something to this here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Before we were just getting like whatever biomass we could scrape up, I'd pay somebody like a hundred bucks and then I go up to their grow and they just give me like garbage bags full of shit they were gonna throw away. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, look at this. Uh, Crispy said, Alice Green's the best I ever smoked Texas's ass and needs to quit living under the redneck rules. Yeah, come on, Dad, right? Let's, let's start a revolution there, Pops. I mean, think about the Oh, also, check this out. I got some, got some pretty good news. You know, I'm always finding the brighter side of this stuff. But my girl hit me. That, that's why I, was, I, I left uh, the show for a sec. But she's, so they're, they're trying to aim for uh, 11 a.m. this morning to give her that surgery, so. Okay. Yeah, hopefully she's gonna be home, you know what I mean, tomorrow and shit. And like I, I went down the rabbit hole. It's funny that like learned all kind of shit about the gallbladder the last, the last couple of days. But like it's pretty standard surgery, you know what I mean? You I know, mean, like you said, it's I mean, similar to the pancreas, right? Where it's like these fucking organs that we don't really need. No, no, no. Well, the pancreas, we need the pancreas. No, no, I wanna um um the the, the, the appendix. Appendix, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah, like they don't really serve a purpose that affects your your quality of life. You know what I mean? Like, um, <laughs> like it was interesting what what uh what Nelson said yesterday. How he gets that joint, he gets the little gallbladder liver wash, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, because like so, being someone who drinks a lot, you know, what I mean, I I picked up a tip a long time ago. Pause, but it was like you uh you know you drink lemon water. That's like an old, it's like an old fashioned remedy of like cleaning your liver and shit. Right. Like let water with actual lemon squeeze and shit. Yeah. Not lemon yeah. flavor, <laughs> like real lemon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not no fucking, not just lemon <laughs> extract shit. Like, yeah. I'll be drinking lemonade thinking you're drinking lemon water doing <laughs> something for your body. Yeah. Like it is pretty crazy. Like if you think about it, like even like, um, like natural medicines, right? Like we're living in a day and age where we synthesize everything. So it's like you might yeah, be like, like motherfuckers in the 1600s didn't have all this shit that we have now. It's just the natural herbs. Yeah. And like, so what's crazy is like, like we could be taking one thing to fight something else, to fight one thing, but then like, you know, we're destroying That's our liver. Eating something. <laughs> yeah. Like we're <laughs> fucking our liver up, popping all these pills or like, you know what I mean? Or we're, yeah. you know, you're, you know, it's just, there's always some kind of give or take with the synthesized shit. Unless yeah. like, Except for like when you're synthesizing like certain psychedelics, right? Because then it, to me, that's the only argument I'll make. Like, there's no difference between like natural psychedelics and synthesized because it's all it's all uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Chem it's all uh, chemical formulas. You know what I mean? Like, you're not yeah. you're always gonna get the same result if you have the same chemical compounds. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, man, look at this crazy lineage Zach threw in here from the decal shit. It's Orange cookie Kush crossed with free world chem dominance, <laughs> hybrid wow. dominant terpenes. It's funny because the chem the chem line is is I'm a fan of the chem line too. So 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 they the chem line eventually morphed into the free world chem dominance. <laughs> Must have had morphed. And uh, yeah. here goes the terpenes, and I, I I'm probably gonna butcher these because I I forget how to pronounce them. But the the myocene 
the uh, carefline and the limonene. And I forget what they all do, but I swear the limonene is the one that I was told. It's like, the, that's that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That limonene. I remember. I remember S was breaking that shit down one time. And seeing that, uh, we were talking about that, like, because uh, someone asked, um, what uh, other what other things do you look for when you're like choosing weed besides THC? And that's what I said. It's I mean, it's the look, it's the smell, and like a lot of the smell and a lot of the taste are coming from the terpenes. So we really we yeah, like Ricky busted out one of the, when he was looking at the finally. Uh huh. He busted out one of those little monocle things. Oh yeah, you already know he has it because of yeah, his. Out of uh, his bag. Because he looked at the trees like, oh, and then he busts out the thing. Yeah. Close to look at this, you know what I mean? Yeah, what the fuck? He, the ganja. I can't remember what the class is that he took, but where he got uh, where, where he got super solidified. Need to take that class so I could be an official weed sommelier with the, with the certificates of authenticity. I, I was getting loaded with candlestick yesterday. Uh-huh. And then, uh, you know, he saw it on my Instagram that day that, that Ricky came through. And then he hit me, he was like, hey, he was like, and this is hella random. He said, like, he was like, man, it's crazy. He's like, when I saw your thing with Ricky, and was, I was flipping through the channels, and he saw, like, an A&E. It was like a documentary, right? Mm-hmm. And it was some broad, but she had this long list of, of people that she screwed over for money. Oh, fuck. And Ricky Williams was at the top of the list, bro. Yeah. <laughs> right? and, I was, and, and then so he was explaining the documentary. I was like, I never heard of that. And it's not that stuff you just ask anybody, like, hey, tell me about that broad that got you for millions on millions. You know what I mean? See, that's what's crazy because, like, I feel like celebrities are the only ones who, because most people, if they get, I don't know, if you get robbed out of $300 on something stupid, like, you're probably not talking about it, right? Like, the fucking fantasy football people um, who got all got screwed over by um, yeah. draft eyed out motherfuckers. <laughs> Bro, they fucking got jacked for like, I mean, it's a lot of people, but for like 75 G's or some shit like that. And only a couple people actually like uh, came out talking about how, you know, the money didn't go to charity. It was supposed to be like, it's always fucking these charity leagues, right? Where you find some shady shit. Like, bro, bro, I mean, I, I, I ain't gonna lie, that's a vagina ass shit, bro. Like somebody takes, I'm trying to get my money and everybody's, bro. I don't give a fuck. I'm mad. As a matter of fact, I'm more mad that somebody else came up with this brilliant finesse, and I wasn't a part of it. I'm really mad. <laughs> and uh, like we we see the doc, like I don't know if you guys have seen the documentary broke the thirty for thirty. That's a really good fucking like story. I mean, you know, doc to watch. It sucks because like a lot of these guys. Some of them haven't really recovered from like the amount of money that they either wasted or that they got fucked over on, like uh, on different business ventures. But yeah, that's wild, man. <laughs> that's why more money, more problems, right? If you don't you know, know how to handle that shit, you get into some problems. Okay, I'm just I'm just gonna keep bouncing around randomly, but like grabbing Travis Kelsey is really fucking up some of my builds. Like when I'm not fucking it up, but like you know, I'm sacrificing something that I can't, I can't stand, and I'm, I'm doing it. You know what I mean? You know what's funny? Like instead of having that third, I mean that fourth strong receiver, I have Kelsey, and then like, and I just hate that my third and fourth receivers in those Kelsey teams aren't like the greatest. You know what I mean? You know what is so funny is like the only time you have buyer's remorse on Kelsey is when the season hasn't started. That is That's true. Because <laughs> I'm so fucking happy to have him on it. Like, 
You ever have Kelsey on a Monday night? You're like, oh, hell yeah, I'm down 40. It's all good. We have, we have Kelsey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? it goes out and gets four touchdowns. No one ever feels like that about having a tight end. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm a t Hi, who do you have left? Everything room. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> Kelsey's the most important fantasy player, I would say, for like, I don't know, 90% of leagues. Like any, any league that has a tight end spot, any league that has a single TV league, like Kelsey is the biggest positional advantage in like any league. I think Kelsey, um, the thing is, too, it's just like, you know, it's like, can I get, you know, I'm, not, I'm never thinking about it until I cross that bridge, but it's like, yo, let me, let me just get like two years out of you, Kelsey. Like, okay, what if they went? That's just funny, like people two years ago were saying that. Right, he's, he's going to be <laughs> like, He's so old, he's so old, he's already over 30, like he's is, dead. Is he 34 or is he going to be 35? Like, right. what? He might be about to be 36. I think he's about to be 34. <laughs> It can't be that crazy. I think he's about to be 34. He's going to turn 34 this year. There you go. Okay. But still. We're all good, man. For a running back, that's ancient. For a wide receiver, we're trying to get you know, rid of wide receivers like that or not draft wide receivers like that. <laughs> you know, he's. I remember a long time ago on uh, when, when the show, when they first came out with their podcast. So maybe not that long ago, but, you know, during the season, right? Or before yeah. Uh, the, the 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 new heights podcast so the kelsey bros and i remember uh, travis kelsey was talking about how one time he had spoke with uh with tony gonzalez and like uh, this is like you know now like tony gonzalez comes out to like the the qbu and i mean like, the, the tight end you yeah yeah and all that shit right like but like so when he talked to him when he was a young player he said he, he came up to kelsey and he said you you're built to last longer than i did like yeah. the way he plays, what he plays, the way he runs his routes, you know what I mean. The way he knows how to uh, use his body, he's like, yo, he's you're, he's like, you're built to last longer than me. Oh yeah, and that says a lot, bro. You know what I mean? Because how long fucking did Gonzalez last? So like he was forty, thirty nine. Yeah, let's see how long he uh, he played. But he played for thirty eight. I think I'll say thirty eight. I don't think he went up to maybe thirty seven, thirty seven, thirty eight. So he's forty seven right now. So seven and he retired years. in 2013, so 10 years ago. And uh, let me see, when's his birthday? Though? 37. Okay. His birthday's in February. So, yeah, he yeah, 37. Like, Travis Kelsey's four years away, or <laughs> three years away from 37. And he said that he's built to last longer than him. Like, And the thing that 
that uh, Kelsey has on his side is Mahomes, man. Like, why would you ever want to retire if you have Mahomes and you're like Mahomes' favorite weapon? Like, he's going to, like, milk this for all it's worth. And Dennis said, Kelsey's so good, but the second he starts to fall off, this <laughs> little bit, peeps are going to drop him like a bad habit. Well, see, that's what's crazy because falling off for Travis Kelsey isn't going to be like falling off for other people. You want to know what's funny? is like in the offseason, there's always one time – or another where people there's gonna be some crazy asshole who comes up trying to make the case against Kelsey. Yeah, you know, I love it. I love too. it. I <laughs> remember last year when last year happened. I forget what analyst it was, but it started getting like becoming popular in the dynasty circles to try to move your Kelsey now. Yeah, right? and so I bought a couple Kelseys. Remember that last year? Yeah. Kelsey's and Cooper Cups, because then the moment that, because I like to use those blurbs to my advantage in any any way possible. And I remember there was a blurb, same time, about Cooper Cup, where they had just signed Allen Robinson, and it was a blurb where someone was making the case for, like, Cooper Cup getting, you know, losing red zone targets and losing this, that. And a lot of that shit did happen, like the red zone targets, but it was, like, more, like, even, as, as even as Cooper Cup versus, like, it was all Cooper Cup in the red zone. You know what I mean? Like, right. So, and it didn't really, then Cooper Cup gets hurt and also Allen Robinson was asked. But during, when that blurb came out, I started shooting the offers out and I bought a couple Cooper Cups. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that kind of regret fucked a lot of my teams last year because it was amazing. I was able to buy like three different shares of Cooper Cup. Yeah. And like, I'm buying them for package deals where, you know what I mean? Like, like there was one, like I, George, like Big Tons wanted George Pickens. So I like, I just, I put in like Isaiah Pacheco on top of George Pickens and and like Raheem Mostert and fucking it was just like Brandon Ayuk. I was just piling on like you know just players and he took it and I was like oh, hell yeah you know what I mean I like there was no back and forth and and everybody the video of uh, he said this is for Kelsey and it's the the thing from Happy Gilmore. Yeah, he was like, look at her. She's too old. You can't look take her. her. She's old. She's old, man. <laughs> <laughs> look yeah. at her. She's old. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's fucking That's hilarious. Good. But yeah, that is one of the things that I fucking love is uh, people being stupid about Kelsey and thinking that. Kelsey's not a unicorn because there's, I mean, we have unicorns in the NFL and had them, you know, your Adrian Peterson's, your Frank Gore's, your fucking, uh, I mean, Tom Brady, right? Like, because he's white, <laughs> as good as fuck. So, yeah. unicorn, you know, you Cooper Cup's a unicorn. Uh, and then there's like, you know, Derrick Henry's kind of, he's a unicorn because we've just sure. never seen someone carry a load like that and run the way, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess unicorns. They're super rare, though, and you can't treat these guys like anyone. Mahomes is a unicorn, so that's a rare case where you have a fucking unicorn throwing a ball at the unicorn. You know what I mean? Like, just you don't. What when when you watch Mahomes, just know that when you know this is like something that could be better than Brady. Like, you know, for kids that are like in their twenties right now in the New England area that grew up and they idolize Brady. It's all they know, but like this is the next guy where you're like, man, this guy can achieve those things. He's done things that that Brady has not done more skill than Brady. He's done things. Oh well, I mean, see that's what's crazy. Natural skill. Everybody in the NFL talent, 
Everybody in the NFL has skill. Like, you know, these are the best players ever. But if Brady had that much skill, he would not have been drafted in the sixth round. No. It's just the same thing with Kirk Cousins, right? Like, I mean, if they had that, that, that much skill, they're not drafted that far down. They would have been drafted higher, but they end up in the right situations and the right systems that really use them to, like, get maximum just, you know, potential out of Next. Derek said LT. Yeah, I mean, unicorn for sure. Fuck yeah. Both and, see, and he said this year's unicorn, Bijan and Kincaid. I'm not going to nominate them no. unicorns yet. But I'm not doing the Kincaid thing like that. You got, I mean, man, you guys are just crazy thinking like a tight end is viable like that. Like there's only like three cases of a rookie tight end that I can think of. There's that. There's the one's not Kelsey. Everybody. Kelsey was not one of them. He sucked. He said his his rookie year. He thought he was. It was Gronk. It was Gronk, Kittle, yeah. and Evan Ingram are the three rookies I could think of that went crazy their rookie year. Yeah, people could, people could try to throw pits in there, but a thousand yards and only one touchdown, like nah. And, like, and that touchdown was in London. It wasn't even on American <laughs> soil. It wasn't yeah. even on American grounds. See, this is what's crazy. Dennis said, you think Aaron Hernandez would have been a Hall of Famer had he not gotten in trouble? No. I mean, everything's subjective for sure. But if you get mul- – I mean, if you, you get multiple fucking Super Bowls, I mean, every, you're, every all, year, like, you're already he's stiffing. He's a pro bowler. He's a pro yeah. bowler every year. I mean, shit, he only played a couple years. But if you remember, like, he was the one who was getting, like, way more looks than Gronk initially. Like, he got the touchdown in the Super Bowl. You know, like, I Gronk mean – blocking. Yeah, he was the receiving tight end. The Aaron Hernandez, that's what I'm saying. He, he was just getting more yeah. love. You know, here's, here's my thing. And Derek um, said, just remember I said it here first. Please mark this day down. Hey, I'm not I'm not mad at the uh the proclamations because Bijan, I could I could get behind that. Kincaid, we just gotta see it. I'm I, gonna I, remind you about that Kincaid thing. <laughs> And the Bijan one, the Bijan one, it's it's a it's a bit of low hanging fruit, but I I'll I'll back. Well, look, back well here's a couple like, examples. Let here's a couple examples. Zeke, do we consider him a unicorn? Saquon, do we consider him a yeah. unicorn? Yeah. I mean, those are guys who are like Saquon, yeah, not Zeke. Uh <laughs> we're talking Lenny, like, Four, Lenny, Lenny Fournette no. drafted at the four. Is he a unicorn? You know, no. CMC will say, yeah. Kareem, was- Hunt. <laughs> Kareem Hunt was more unicorn than the Leonard Fournette and whatnot. You know what I mean? Like, just came on like a phenom, bro. You know what I mean? It's funny. And Peacock says, who's the uh, <laughs> Chris Porzingis of the NFL? I'll say hey, hey, Porzingis, did he finally get one? Uh, he's not on the next. No, it was the other cut. That was like, it was the other, uh, uh, Eastern European guy. That's yeah. right. Porzingis got drafted to the Knicks first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I remember my. It, that's right. My brother-in-law. Because my brother-in-law he's a Knicks fan. But you know, what I'm saying he. Uh, seeing like okay, and seeing like, I follow basketball like this much, like right now, like barely. And I remember him like, yeah, he played on the Knicks, and then I mean, who the fuck? Got traded to the. Uh, now he, he plays for the Wizards. He got traded to a Texas team, right? Yeah, he went. Yeah, he played in Dallas um, with Cuban, and I think he's on the fucking uh, the Wizards now. But I don't know how good or bad he's really been doing. He's tall as fuck, and he was hyped as fuck, and he was yeah probably considered a flop early, right? I don't know. How good that he was. dude. Yeah, and, and yeah. early he wasn't. 
And Derek said, mark down Kincaid. I'm not mad at the Kincaid, you know, thoughts, but I just think that the tight end. Make, make me a case for Kincaid. Why? Okay. If you say, hey, I'm just, yeah. I'm just calling it. Okay. But tell me why. Give us some logic here. Because here's, here's what I could say. Okay, maybe he's a big slot, right? Maybe um, maybe he's a big slot. This is a team, Buffalo, they run a, a lot of four and five wide receiver sets. They're, they're like, this is one of the things they, they like to do a lot because they air it out. So, you know what I mean? You could bank on, uh, I mean, maybe you could bank on him being one of the receivers lining up in the four wide receiver set. Yeah. Uh, they do. They, Derek said because he's going to be the slot wide receiver next to Diggs. And, like, we assume that they're going to run a bunch of 12 personnel and put him out there, but we still haven't seen it. I mean, are, are you going to run which, which one is the one where you have um, you have a three wide receiver set and a running back? That's 11. No, 21. Right? So 21 personnel. They could have him instead of a, a third receiver in the slot. It's it's Dalton Kincaid. You know what I mean? Like, I can see that. And, like, you know, I, the, you could go back to 2021 or is it? Yeah, 2021 Dawson Knox, you know, you, you know, 500 yards, 12 touchdowns. And still, like, he wasn't like, I mean, I, minus him getting injured, let's not even talk about those weeks. He was not like, I'm going to play him every single week. No, yeah. you were rolling dice with him just like every, it's just that with him, he had, he would hit so big. If, you know what I mean? Like you had a three touchdown game that was hella polarizing. Fuck yeah. You know what I mean? So when you, I'm with, and Derek, I'm with you on Kincaid, like not as far as being a unicorn yet, but I drafted him in a shitload of dynasties because I had the 11th, the 12th pick, you know, and all the top running backs and wide receivers and all that. Show off! So I got him in a bunch of places. But I'm not going to say he's a unicorn yet because we got to see it and we got to see how they use them because, like, how many players – like, okay, Travis Etienne, for example. Everyone was so fucking excited that he's going to catch a fucking 100 balls last year and, like, he barely got used in the past game. Yeah. And Maybe like, this year he does because they got Tank Bigsby, you know, and now it makes a little bit more sense logically, but we still don't know. Like sometimes coaches still, don't use the logic. They still have the addition of Calvin Ridley, the emergence of, of, of the of the rapport with Evan Ingram, and then all these yeah, guys. This would be big. If he has – the 1,000 yards isn't big to me, but eight touchdowns. He said 1,000 yards and eight touchdowns for Kincaid. I mean, you better. It's, if he gets four hundred yards, I'll be surprised. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he gets four hundred, most yards, tight end. I mean, what we got to remember, we got to take I'll be Kelsey surprised if he gets two hundred and fifty yards. I'm we got to take Kelsey out of the mix of this conversation. Most tight ends are getting between fifteen and thirty-five yards on a weekly basis, and if they get a touchdown, they're like in contention. For a tight end one. I feel like tight ends are always projected like seven to ten points, you know what I mean? In a regular PPR, because you're looking at hoping for a tug and or 30 yards, and it or be like, you know, you know, maybe you might get four catches and <laughs> there was yards. only one tight end last year that had a thousand yards. Only one, and it was Kelsey. Like, so that's what like so I'm saying, like, tight ends just usually aren't going over a 1,000, and we can't even include Kelsey in this mix because he's the unicorn. Yeah, that's why, like, um, 
Listen, I'm just, I'm, I'm not a like I told you so guy, but I'll tell you when Kim K doesn't blow up. Mr. Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah, I hope he blows up. I just, uh, we can't bank on it year one. I mean, shit, I think, look at Knox last year. I think five receptions, 517 yards, six touchdowns. So let me ask you a question. What do you think people think of uh, Jimmy? Derek, I like it. He said, planting my flag now, this guy will be on Jimmy Graham's level. And remember, Jimmy Graham did not ball out as a rookie. Just remember that. Um, it took it took some it took Jeremy Shockey getting out of his way before he blew up. And I was man, I wish I had a podcast back then because I would have been talking. I was t- I was talking shit to everybody in the league. Like, watch Jimmy Graham's about to be the shit, and nobody picked him. I picked him as like tight end thirteen or fourteen, like that. Hey, you know what, bro? Jimmy Graham he has he uh, he has a, pl- a pilot's license. Uh oh. Yeah, he flies helicopters and he flies those pl- he flies planes, but specifically the planes that land on the water or you could take off from the water. Those type of planes, you know what I mean? And, uh, and Kevin Aaron Rodgers said he's flown with them a dozen times, and he said he's terrified all the time. Yeah, why wouldn't you be right? And, and uh, Kevin said Pat, Pat Luth, and Ingram are the late tight end round, uh, late tight ends you want from a value standpoint. I mean. Yeah, says, I, says the fucking thrift store fantasy football take. <laughs> I uh, I could get with the Pat Fryer move because uh, no matter what, he's <laughs> I'm not fucking with the man. But uh, in Joku, I'm just not a, I'm not going to be on it. And Ingram, against the move, you, you, you want to hear something really out. ugly out of those three: Muth, Ingram, and Injoku. It'd probably be Injoku for me. You know who I'm really fucking with late. If I'm just going to go late and I'm going to take some crazy dart throw. Jig. No, no, not even. <coughs> I'm gonna take uh, Logan Thomas, and uh, especially is after he, is he's shining in camp right now. Is that is it him who's emerging? Because they're already talking about. Remember, remember, this is why I was on John Bates like that. I already liked him as a, as like a prospect. But then well, Eric the Enemy just came out and said yeah, that Logan said, Thomas is gonna get the Kelsey role. Okay, see, I love that. I mean, what, what more do we want, right? Like, I don't like if I'm just gonna like. I'd rather just take a late flyer on someone like that. Who, uh, we've seen it. <coughs> he's going late. He's forgotten about because I don't think Ingram's gone late. Like, watch when all the redraft people really start coming. Like, Ingram's gonna be drafted as like a top ten tight end. Well, like, because see, this is what's funny about people that play redraft. They act. They come around. You know, like some of the some of the redraft guys are. They come around June time. And they think they're the baddest motherfuckers in the world. They know this and that. And they go, Everyone's like, I'm already drafting in June. You guys better watch out. And I always respond, we've been drafting since February, homie. Catch up. Yeah, and then, you know, like, I mean, I'm not, it's not about, like, who does more or whatever. To, it's, it's just, it's, these guys annoy me, is my point. And they yeah. come up and they act like they have all these proclamations. Even worse is the guys that come in by August. And all they're doing, I want these people to know, all y'all is doing is sounding stupid. Yeah. Things like sleeper, like I, oh, bro, I got a sleeper, bro. Yeah, really. You know people, what I mean? people, we've been talking about and drafting. <laughs> bro, like, I'm trying to tell you, bro. Or like, or like a piece of a news, a, a blurb will come out. Bro, I gotta tell you, bro. I think Sky Moore is gonna be the guy that like assumes the job. <laughs> oh, because you read them say that today. At least Chris, you read them say that today. 
At you least know what I mean? been consistent. Tony will be the MVP this year. <laughs> and he said, by the way, he's on the block. And Derek said, huh, so I'm going to get Kincaid in the 18. Bro, I mean, he's going to go for 1,000 yards and eight touchdowns as a rookie. Like, this is like That's he's the worst way to approach it. <laughs> That's the worst way to approach the sale. He's like, oh, I'm trying to buy a big king. Yeah, you're just talking about he's about to be that dude. <laughs> he's a very expensive piece in this tight end premium world that we live in, man. Let me tell I don't you. even see any, even like, like listening to Hus right now. He's loving it because Hus don't even believe anything he's saying right there. He's just like, oh, he's like him a lot, and I know it. So he's not going to be cheap. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hey, man, I can play that I Eddie Guerrero role. Well. I lie. I cheat. I steal. You know, And Charlie said tight ends in the slot eating sounds cool, but it said believe it when I see it. Like, see, the thing that's crazy is, like, what did we what did we think uh, Kyle Pitts was going to be? Oh, he's going to get used like a wide receiver, and he's going to be out in the slot, you know, all the time. And, like, sounded and good. And what did I say? It wasn't I really said, like that. He'll be like, I said, look at his production in college. 50% of the time, he was lined in line as right. a blocker. And right. guess what? He was still catching catches out of there because he's such a beast. He could block someone to hell. Just boom, block them to hell. And he's wide open for a <laughs> And shot. then get out, yeah. Like, not you know as easy. So you can't, as easy as you as have to watch the games and you can't look at the stats and be like, oh, that's how it happens. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what's so funny when you see guys like BDG or any of these other, like, like the proclamations they make are so rudimentary and surface level. It requires the fucking beginners in fantasy to buy into it. Like, you know what I mean? Because yeah. someone like me here, like, this guy sucks really bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I bet you, and they play in one or two leagues for real. Yeah. So it's like you can't so their bias is really heavy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, really I, mean I know that we're not catering to the beginners, but beginners who fuck with us, like you're just gonna get a crash. They get turned out really fast. Really quick. And like, but like mm-hmm. we're giving all this information based on shit that we're doing in leagues. Like we're giving you like waiver wire guys who like in our deep ass leagues, our 32 team league, our hustler dynasty. We need to be getting these guys like five weeks okay, look at like, this. on the radar in the mainstream. Well, what are we on league 24 right now? Yeah. So in this off season, I, dra- I drafted an 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. And now we're in 24, right? So I added on seven new joints. And here, here's what's crazy is my first three or four, I was pretty much doing all bogey things, whatever I wanted to do, right? And, and then, like, you know, now I'm starting you know, I see the same cast of individuals, and it's like they're getting hip to the shit that me and you and anyone else is doing. Like, they're, now they're not making those mistakes that they used to do to allow us to do whatever we want to do, you know what I mean? So yeah. the, fun, the fun thing about that is now, now like, 21 through 24 they're a little different builds than what i've been doing because i'm not getting the guys i'm usually targeting so like like i this is my first share of tremaine edmonds i just took yeah right and now i'm I'm really excited for tremaine edmonds because there's a there's a chance where he gets close to 100 solos too just being the wheel in that system because the wheel and the mic they eat as fuck in in he's the middle oh he's playing the middle (laughs) hold on I thought TJ Edwards is playing the middle. No. No fucking way. Let me bring it up. Cause that sucks. Now I don't like now I don't even like that pick. <laughs> now I'm fucking yeah, bad. And then TJ's the will. Wow. That's crazy, Who 
it? So now, oh, so so they complete. Jermaine's always been. I mean, mm, he's always been a wheel. Well, but see, that's the thing, though, is they had Jack as the stand or as the stand. Well, they, right? well, so they, they definitely switched it around. I mean, I expected things to get shifted around in every team anyway, because now they're in OTAs. Like, shit gets shifted around again. I mean, I'm not, I'm talking about like depth chart wise. This one really tripped me up. I thought he was the wheel. That's crazy. Well, and I guess it's because they had Matt Milano like over there. And I mean, I don't, and I guess like the thing is, is like I bring it's this It's not uncommon out. for those guys to switch around though. Like, well, like, I bring this uh, up a lot. When there's only two linebackers on the fucking field, which yeah, a yeah, lot of teams sure. switch into the two linebacker yeah. sets, you know, for different packages, they both might as well be interior, you know, yeah. linebackers at that point. So it's just whatever. Yeah. Scene they're look right. at New Orleans. It's always like David. It's, yeah, Levante, right? That's his name? Yeah. No, it's no, like, no, Demario. Oh, Demario. I always confuse Levante Day and Demario Davis because they're in the same division. I went to school with a Demario Davis, so that's why I'll never uh, – I always remember that guy. Oh, not, you went to school with him for real? No, 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 not the same guy. Oh, okay. Went, like, you know, I, you know, I had to ask because, like, you have actually went to school with motherfuckers. So, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I went to school with Arian Foster. We were in the same class. What about that one dude, the, the, the number one uh, – you were on the same baseball team with him, right? Yeah, Matt Bush. He's still in. Uh, he's still in the MLB right now. Dang. He plays for the Brewers. I think he you plays think for the Brewers. Do you think he still drinks, or do you, do you think he enjoys a drink? Uh, a lot of times, those people that are alcoholics. I think if you're a legit addict, like he was, like he was a so like, he probably doesn't enjoy. It, he just gotta have it. Probably not. Like hopefully he smokes weed. You know, like that was one of the things that you know we I mean, always. For the Rangers, he's in Texas. <laughs> he is, he's in Texas, but he's from Cali. Oh no! So I think he's in. I, I think he's with Milwaukee now. I think. He's oh, with, well, that's he's right. With the West Coast, you did say that. You know, up there, <laughs> they only got that bush weed up there. They only got. Yeah, he's still with the Brewers. Serial yeah. killers. <laughs> is that where is that where uh is, is that where uh Jeffrey Dahmer was killing at? Was he in Mil in Milwaukee? I thought it was in Texas. Nah, he was somewhere in Midwest. Maybe even been like Minnesota or something. Not Minnesota. It was somewhere around there. I think it was Milwaukee. Let's see. It, it's always areas like that, bro. Okay. Like yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, Wisconsin. He was born um, in Milwaukee. He was born in Milwaukee. Yeah. Milwaukee. Fuck Wisconsin. Sorry, guys, who live out there. <laughs> My brother lives in Wisconsin. He's crazy. What does he do out there? He has like a he has like a shipping company now where I think he has a big truck and he just like ships things for people. Oh, t oh, okay. Like like physically ships things. Like yeah, like with the yeah with the truck and yeah. So yeah, like other vehicles and stuff like that. He's been off the map for a minute. I get he's just living like the the trucker life now and driving all around. Does so. he look like you? Uh, like a skinnier, younger version. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he, I mean, yeah, I mean, he gets down too when he when he sees you. Yeah. <laughs> That's that. And uh, little brother, how little or how younger, like 10 years, 10 years. yeah, wow. yeah, it's like completely different, yeah. It, I mean, it's funny because I'm 10 years older than my, I mean, 10 years younger than my older sister or nine years, and yeah. like she raised me, so it's like you know what I mean. I, I felt like I was raised around older kids, you know what I mean, but uh, yeah, so then I would like just be like, like the way I used to, like, I remember like being in third grade, I was like, you know, I would always say hello all the time. Yeah. 
And then like, then like, you know, the homies, like, you know, everyone just started talking like that, right? Because they weren't talking like that prior to that. You know what I mean? I was, right. talk, you know, I was talking like to my sister and them, you know what I mean? Right. Like hella was like so cool. To see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were here. It was hella cool. Hella. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was like it wasn't quite a bad word, but it was like, and everyone said it. You hear them say it on the radio, like, and it was like straight up a Bay Area thing, you know what I mean? Like Ah, Zach said IDP turned me out. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing yet. <laughs> you know, Zach made the yellow bad and some of his those picks, like when he got me for Jamin Davis, or he got me for um for Monty Rice. I was like, fuck, dude, just back to back, like I'm slipping. You know, like guys I usually get like like later, later. Yeah. And he got him like just just right before me, type of shit. You know what I mean? But back to back, I'm like, ah. <laughs> yeah, my brother, he's goofy though. Like one of the things that always annoyed me about him, when uh, when he was working for the delivery service that I uh, that I owned, managed, and operated, <laughs> he was telling everybody that he worked at Amazon. Like, oh, you're doing so good, and this and that. You're working at Amazon. I remember one of my cousins like told me that she's like, oh, Fred's working at Amazon. He's doing good. He has like a place now. I was like, what? I was like, he works for me and he's living in a spot that <laughs> that, that we pay for. <laughs> I mean, I always had a studio. So I told people I did that because, you know, for the longest you could, nowadays you could be like, oh yeah, I, I cultivate and I do this and that. And I, well, yeah. you know. Today's draft is filled, Dennis. Filled it up. What time y'all drafted? Uh, three. <sighs> nice. And here's the, uh, this is for the slow draft. We're going to get this started. <laughs> Uh, so give me a number between one and sixty-nine, everybody. Uh-oh. Sixty-nine, dudes. Oh, yeah. yeah, and Titan said it's hard to trade with people that don't understand the amount of points that IDP gets. Yeah, because yeah. uh, well, I mean, Bogey will attest to this. Like, I think his approach was like a million percent different in year one for IDP compared to like the next two years. Yeah, like in year one, um. Because I never, I I've never experienced three two or one two three yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then like to real like you know I played an IDP since what 2018, but only in the one league. So and and I want to point that out because when I only played in the one league, like this was my perspective on IDP. You know what I mean? Yeah. One my experience here and like and the was scoring there. wasn't it's not that much different, um, but it is a little bit different. And there is QB, so I guess there is QB hits in Yahoo. There's but what? Like, there, I guess there is QB hits in Yahoo, but like they, but you know, Steamboat said, I turn those off, bro. I'm like, yeah, you're a bitch. Because like Steamboat, he likes to nerf things. I'm the opposite, you know what I mean? I swear that it's not available because I, I, I don't know. But see, that's I, mean, what I said, that's what I said. Cause see, yeah. okay, look at this. So the, his league is getting moved to, uh, I mean, it got moved to Sleeper this year. As it should be. <laughs> I convinced him, right? But yeah. He was, but he was like, swear, like, listen, bro, the, the Yahoo one still, get, they give you QBS. I turned it on, bro. I'm like, I don't know. Anyways. 69 uh, for Titans. 69, dudes. I, I took the weight on a late. I, took, I, I waited on IDPs in that startup. This is my first Hustler one. It was like League 7. And so by this time, you know, there was guys that were in like, you know, you know, like Stu had been in like five out of the the, the prior six or something like that. Like, you know, what I mean, like people had idea, you know, they had ideas of what they like to do or how they like to approach things. I didn't. You know what I mean? And I remember um 
I'm like third overall to pick the spot and no one had picked one or two. And I went and picked 11. You know what I mean? Because I had the third round reversal and I like 11 is one of my favorite numbers. I end up with Burrow because this is the year he's coming off his ACL. Yeah. There's no yeah. way he, I get Burrow. Not, yeah. Yeah, right? Then I swing around and I take Kelsey. You know what I'm saying? And then when I come back on the third round reversal, I take Najee. You know, in hindsight, it's really stupid. But because it was real because quick. 2021 offseason, right? Uh-huh. In the fourth round. So now going in the fourth round. Real quick, just hold your thought. Uh, Bakes, give me the minimum yards per rush. That's one to five. Titans, give me the max yards, six to ten. Johnny, give me the minimum seconds, one to four. And Rob, give me the max seconds. That's five to eight. So look at this. In round two, or round three, no, well, no. So round one, I go Burrow, then Kelsey, then Najee. Then in round four, I take Jamar Chase. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then in round five, I take Jalen Hurts, swing back around, take fucking uh, 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 Devin, what's his name? Uh, De- 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 the Slim Reaper, mm-hmm. Devontae Smith. Yeah. Ironically, only Kelsey's and Harris is on my team still from those other guys, right? But that was year one. So if y'all remember how year one went, that my team, because all of those players, they had to come into their own. Mm-hmm. And then Find I, your guy. Find your guy. You know what I'm saying? Here we go. I said, are you ready? And look at how bad my IDPs were. I waited. Like, the first IDP I snatched off was the black Josh Allen. Yeah. And like, even then, he only went late because he was coming off of a bad year. I mean, he was young, and I was excited as fuck to get him. I got Quinnen Williams hella late because he was coming off of, like, a slow uh, a slow first two years, right? Oh, Titans um, a big push out in front now. I got Legereus Sneed hella late. Cameron Curl. These are just all these guys I was super like big on. Then, then I would open my stand, my my staple had to have Leonard Floyd everywhere. Ironically, he came into the play. I took like Chandler Jones hella late, which is like stupid. But these guys raw well, I drafted Hugh Fanga. No one knew about who the fuck Hugh Fanga was. Actually, I drafted, out in front. You know what I'm saying? Drafted Hugh Fanga. I remember Aziz Al him? Didn't you say you dropped Hugh Fanga? No, and then I picked them up again, and then but then then in thirteen I dropped them, and then someone else picked them. But that was oh, like okay. that was that year, like no one you know no one knew who he was gonna be. I I I, I, I think <laughs> I dropped them because I didn't know, I didn't know that uh I I, I think it was like it was oh like Sarah got first, Rob got second, she snuck in there. Nice. Bakes hella close. Who's gonna get it? Bakes got third. Project G got fourth. Street Soldiers fifth, Nick sixth, Johnny seventh, I got eighth, Stormtrooper ninth, JR tenth. <laughs> Titans, what is going on, man? <laughs> he got out, he got out in front first, too, man. Yeah, he was out in front early. Raiders, Sean 11th, and our homie Titans, number 12. <laughs> Damn it, Titans. Cannot make this shit up, bro. <laughs> and I swear, eight and nine have I been drafting. From the eight and nine spot, more than any other spot this year. Like, man, just those ugly, ugly spots right there. But you know what, though? You know what it's morphed into? You just, like, if you're going QB, first of all, that spot to me is morphed into, like, you have a solid shot at, like, you know, uh, 
a chase. Uh, sometimes Jefferson, because Jefferson usually goes like like six or like nah, it's seven or you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, but but then it's like if you're okay with Justin Fields at QB or like you know sometimes you might get lucky with a uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence. You know what I mean? It's not a bad spot, really. Yeah, I like it a lot actually. And there's no third round reversal, so you're just always in the middle. It's not you know what I mean? Lightweight, I should say. Yeah. What would we say is the middle? Uh, six and four, seven. Four in the middle, right? The four <laughs> in the middle, so it'd be a four, five, six, seven. Is the middle? Oh well, if we're gonna if we're gonna put four, eight, in nine, there, eleven. I feel like it's five through eight. Like that's the. There middle. you go. Five through eight. Five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that, that's the four. That's in the middle. There you go. Yeah, because yeah, if you're at the five spot, you're at the eight on the flip side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another one in my throat. <laughs> Pause. Let's see. What the hell? Is Roll that? another one. <laughs> hell yeah. Jesus, hell late. Candlestick came through last night. Uh huh. And, uh, man, it's crazy because <laughs> the kids just be up hell late, bro. Yeah. And, like, I'm just watching them, like, man, they better sleep in. And because it's like, if I wake them up, get them back on a schedule, I don't just don't want to deal with these motherfuckers being crazy and grumpy. I mean, it's summer. It's summertime, right? Like, I mean, yeah. You know, like, because the two oldest ones is up, so the two young ones, they're trying. You know what I mean? Yeah. There it goes. This finally is the shit. It. Oh yeah, got little man, snip, snap, snap. Yeah, I got the finally out right now. I'm about to smoke a bowl with you. Let's do it. And we're gonna Try to decide what I'm going to do here in this fucking 24, man. And here we go. Kicking off the draft, baby. There we go. In the 24, I have five I have five linebackers and Jacoby and uh, Jaquan Brisker. Then I have had three QBs, three receivers, two running backs, and then Kelsey. So I have 15... This will be my 16th player, and and is my and we're in the 14th round. I'm trying to think, yeah, man. Kelsey's like weighing down your team right now, bro. Like, you want him? I want to trade him off, right? You want him? I mean, I know you really like DJ Moore. And who else? Um, I know you really like Pacheco. And who else? Um. I don't know. So you get to the point right there where, like, I don't know. Maybe that and plus a, a later, like, a later pick right here. Somewhere in the top 20 where it's still starter range. I don't know, man. Yeah. I just don't like trading up for Kelsey. I don't like trading up for anybody, but I guess if there's anybody that I'd do. It'd be Kelsey. Kelsey. I like it. We have a nice baseline there, though. You know, we'll build it. We can build around that. That sounds pretty good. Actually, it's a start. You know, at least, at least, at least, just you know, perked up. Maybe, maybe, maybe something a little better than DJ Moore, though. You know, what I mean, you know, I'm not. I like DJ Moore being like my fourth. Damn yuck! Sorry to hear this, bro. He said, "Sup, y'all? Much love. Uh, sorry, not popping in close friend. OD last night. And I feel in love. I wanted to say, keep it. Damn, man. keep up and stay lit. Much love. Damn, bro. Hope you're doing all right. That's rough. 
Yeah, man. Did he survive though? You know what I mean? Like, I hope he didn't pass, bro. Because you know, you can, motherfuckers go OD. But did he? I mean, I'm just. I'm, I don't want to assume the worst. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's rough. But yeah, man, and, and if it is the case, man, sorry, you know, condolences, man. That's just tough, bro, because you hear that shit more often than not, bro, because like, you know what I mean? Like, especially with Blow and with like Molly or even like, uh, even like uh, the perks, you know what I'm saying? Like the shit yeah. that you get in the streets, motherfuckers are pressing these joints up. So, it's, you know what I mean? And, and uh, Mexico and uh, China, they're, they're like one and two as far as, um, knock off pharmaceuticals you know what i mean and they're and they're also one and two in motherfuckers that provide the world with fentanyl you know what i mean so it ain't no coincidence that you find a lot of these these uh fentanyl tanks. yeah he said he said now nah, he passed fuck man if you want to pop on you know just come on and smoke no pressure either way it's not like we're talking you know we're just yeah bro hey man just you know what i mean don't even you know what i mean don't even worry about it man like yeah. that's just that's, that's crazy, man. I I mean I I I'm about almost yeah. we're, we're a couple of days away from two months ago. My uh my boy killed one of my boys killed himself. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Uh, Last nugget finally right here. At least until Alice Green sends me some. That be that's gonna be awesome. Hell yeah. It's crazy. I've had this since uh, November, like still been like pulling, you know, slowly but surely on the end of it. And uh, it's uh, it's nuts, man. Like these, these Terp Saver bags are like, I don't know, they're just insane how they just keep the weed fresh as long as you got it, you know, in an airtight jar and it's not fucking, you know, sitting out in, you know, sunlight or something. Like, yeah. Keeping it nice and fresh. It's crazy. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. And now I'm just like literally pulling like a bowl at a time. <laughs> like <Right>. off of here. <laughs> so good, though. <laughs> that boysenberry cheesecake, man. It's like so good. And Titan said, y'all have fun. I'm going to go take my old ass a nap. Titan. <laughs> <laughs> The inaugural champion, bro. The champion does what he wants to do, bro. Yeah, for those who don't know, Titans fucking won the very first. That's why Buffy always calls him the inaugural champ. He won the very first best ball tournament that we hosted in 2021. Crazy. And it was because of uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. I can't remember who else. Davis Mills. Yeah. Cause sometimes, sometimes it comes to a point where it's like you have to have a good team, obviously. But then when you get down to the nitty gritty of like the playoffs at, at the end of these tournaments, where now you have other teams that have similar players as you, it becomes like how unique is your build? So like last year, I mean two years ago, that was Titans team, right? He was the one team out of like the the, the last fifteen or how, how many was in those in those those last joints. 15 was in the finals. 15 was in the finals, and he was the only Amon Ra St. Brown team. You know what I mean? And Amon Ra blew the fuck up in the finals. So that you remember and that. then, so now, uh, last year, it was like, you know, a lot of the similarities I saw was like, motherfuckers had Jerick McKinnon. Like, oh, shit, this guy had Jerick McKinnon, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Because I was in all the divisions last year, and the only teams that made it of mine were my 
the Jarek McKinnon teams. <laughs> you had the Jarek McKinnons in there. You know what I mean? So it's like best ball. That's where you get. That's where in the in the, in the best ball you get to a point in the draft where you're like, all right, how can I like, how can I make my team unique? Like you know, this is like in the end of the drafts, right? Like, yeah. But we're taking. I mean, like, like I mean, like you know, all the rookies, like you take, like you might take a shot on now, like all the running back rookies, like you never know, you know what I mean? Like you might get Tank Bigsby or a fucking or a Keontae Miller or whatever the, the case may be, because you just never know. Or in this case, motherfuckers last year were like, I'm gonna take a shot on the old guy, Jerry McCann, just throw him on, you know what I mean? There's just, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's funny, Zach said. I think that trade in the twenty-three uh, with you was stupid, but I need to make sure I got Mills for insurance, and that was that was a good trade. Yeah, because like I don't, I mean, those picks right now, I wasn't even targeting. Like the the reason why I did that, like why I even hit accept, was because I didn't know who I was going to pick at that moment, and I had like you know my picks a couple picks later or whatever because I'm at the the turnaround. And so that was why, like, I mean, I'm not married to anybody in the 40th round necessarily. And, like, even if I am getting value in the 40th, like, you know, it's probably value that other people aren't even thinking about. I mean, and and, and it's almost like he popped in there and grabbed Davis Mills at the right time because then there was all these miscellaneous backups that just started going. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was a 39th pick for a 40th and a 42nd, you know? Like, I mean, shit, it's not like it was some crazy trade. And, uh, but let's see, who did I even, who did I even pick? With those picks. Oh, what the, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> autoed. I, yeah, I got autoed on two picks. I, began, um, I was just about to say that. I began autoed like fuck because I didn't know that the clock got shorter. And, like, I just been so caught up this last couple days with, you know what I mean, shit that was going on and shit. You know what I mean? I got Don't Brady and Jamar Hamlin. I can live with it. I mean, great for locker room morale. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And see the guys who I got with your picks. It was like I traded Davis Mills for Ben Strange and Leonard Floyd. You know, like it's who's know. the Ben Strange guy? Uh, he's the uh, the rookie tight end that. Uh, Jack- you're the one that got Leonard Floyd. That shit made me hell of man, man. <laughs> and it's too bad of me fucking Bond Miller. Is it the fuck? The uh, um, Ben Strange. <laughs> I love Ooh. Leonard Floyd, man. He was drafted in the second round by the Jags this year. Okay, cool. So, you know, he's a he's a project. When you're strange. When you're strange. He's uh 6'3, 250. Um I, I mean he was okay. more I mean in college all these guys and were he's oh, okay. I was about to say, what is he? <laughs> <laughs> he's a receiver. No, he's a tight end. See, I don't even fucking know. Yeah, tight end they drafted in the second round. And seeing with uh, with Evan Ingram, you know, just getting the uh, the franchise tag, who's to say that they even keep him? What if they do like Strange and he ends up being their starter, you know, next year? Um, is Strange predominantly pass? I don't know anything about him. He's just like a pass catcher. He's got blocking prowess in, in his repertoire. See, like, I mean, that that's what sucks about uh, about college is, like, yeah, he looked yeah, like he was blocking great, and he looked like he was catching great. <laughs> but like, it's all different. Like when it translates to like an actual pro line in front of you. I'm 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 really interested to see what kind of formations we see the most out of that team because like Doug Peterson going all the way back to his time with the Eagles, like that fifty fifty percent of the time they'll run twelve personnel. But then it's like also too is like. 
maybe start to think like, okay, he did come from an Andy Reid system, so they love fucking with the tight end. Tight ends in those systems get like 20 plus percent uh, target market share. But then also, you got to remember that like it was Carson Wentz too. So a guy who like his high percentage completions were like over the middle and short stuff. Yeah. So like, and then every so often he was, you know, he would like uh, extend the play and take big shots down the field and he'd make these miracle plays, right? That's not necessarily Doug Peterson calling those plays. This is just like a motherfucker making a play though, right? Because yeah. what he really want to do is keep everything short. And then like, but see, but he could have been favoring what the QB likes. So in this case, if he favors what the QB likes with Lawrence, it's the slot receiver. You know what I mean? Because this goes all the way back to college. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Look, look at who ate the most last year. It was, it, it was whoever was in the slot. Speaking of the Jags, right? What up, Kay? Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, so it's like, yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I really. Like I, I mean, Evan Ingram thing. I remember last year, bro. I don't know what show it was, but you know, it was like late round tight ends. Like, oh, if you don't get none of them, just get Evan Ingram. Yeah, um, it's really ugly, but and it fucking hit from like week two. It was like already like, oh shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, because no because Evan Ingram is just a receiver. He's not a tight end. You know what I'm saying? And in, in that system, it's like okay, their base package was going to be, you know, twelve personnel. At least that's what you know. That was what we knew. To, from Doug Peterson, they, and they still ran it a ton, but it wasn't no fifty percent of the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it was marginally low. They ran ran more three wides uh, than I've ever seen in a Doug Peterson, which is not bad, which is dope because now you have a significant third wide, you know, to add to the mix, who's basically your one now with Calvin Ridley. You know what I mean? For sure. I definitely got to set a cue over here just so I don't be. Uh... Don't be fucking up. Gotta have some people in here. Yeah, them motherfuckers. Um, yeah, I keep, uh, that Von Miller. It, good thing it was Von Miller on the top. You know what I mean? Yeah. I never cued him, but it drafted me him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Could have been a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, who have you gotten in your life? Damn, dude, look at all those rookies. <laughs> You picked all rookies from 25 to 33. <laughs> I think I think that's not even as crazy as my my league 21 team. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I went like from like at one point. I think I had like 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 15 rookies straight. <laughs> like, you know, be like really comfortable about trading my picks away at one point. That's funny. It's true though, you know what I mean? It's got all those rookies. It's funny because it's true. Like, hey, how many times did you pass on Patrick Queen in the 24? I passed on him a gang of times. And then when someone took him out, pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Oh, it was me. It was me who took him. So I only uh Oh, okay. Yeah, this one I like my my squad. I got Oh yeah, I texted you. I said, I fucking hate you. You're gonna come up right now. Yeah, because you took you took yeah, you took Nick Bolton, and then I took Ola Kuhn in, like, the seventh. And then you took Quay Walker, and I was like, fuck. Oh, that's in this one. I meant, like, <laughs> I meant in 24. Oh, in the 24. Okay, yeah. I'm still would, like, past, like, round 12 or some bullshit. Let's see. Let's have a couple more guys in my queue here. 
Because I remember texting, I was like, oh, he's going to get Queen now. It's going to be like his fourth linebacker. But I don't know if he went Queen. I think he went Jordan Brooks. Something like yeah, that. I yeah, I don't think I got Queen in the 24. Yeah. Let's see. Nice Jordan Brooks pick, though. I keep, I keep pussing out the ground. I, was like, I just don't like the idea of weighing on somebody who has an injury and shit. I hate that. Like, And I can still have to grab him like decent, like high. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's see. Here it goes. And uh, I hella like your team better than mine in 24. I don't like my team here. I like a lot of people's team better than mine in 24. Made <laughs> <laughs> a lot of moves over there. Yeah, yeah. I got bored. And then, and then things were, I, I was trying to, I was just trading into runs outside of like the Najee. I thought I was beating a run that never came. I am loving my IDP. So started off with TJ Watt in the ninth. Like he's usually going way earlier than that. So I'll take the positional advantage there. And then swoop back around and grab Quay Walker to hold it down. And then two rounds later, Jordan Brooks and then Devin Lloyd and then Pete Warner. Man, I'm loving it right now. Yeah, that was crazy. There's, I mean, like, I, 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 it's crazy because I know how big you are on Pete Warner now. Because there's other guys, like, I used to see you, like, take over Warner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean... You know what it is, too, is people are recognizing him now, too, though. That's why, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, because I, yeah, I swooped him in the 14th. And there was other guys who I was debating on, man, but he's 24 yeah. years old, going into his third year. Like, he showed out last year. He plays so reckless. Like, that's why, he, that's the only reason he's he had an injury, a little bit of injury bugs here and there. But he's hella good. He's just, he's hit so hard, bro. We'll go back and check out your team in the 23 in a second, Zach. And uh, here goes Crispy Squad over here. He goes with Jefferson, A.J. Brown, Cousins, Nick Club, Derek Carr, uh, Derek Henry, J.K. Dobbins, Chris Godwin, Kincaid, Goddard, and Patrick Queen. There's who took Patrick. There you go. Good shit. Hey, that's a good ass. So that's where when I posted that trade on the block, he he got Godwin there. And then I remember telling us, I remember telling you, I was like, that's who I was gonna take if no one took the trade. So it was like kind of ironic. Yeah. Cause that that's so awesome to have as my third receiver there. And which ended up being his third, which is fucking yeah. incredible. Look at Jefferson, AJ Brown, and Godwin. Godwin. And then for what it's worth, he stacks with cousins. And then he has Derek Carr, who's like great for a second. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have Zay Flowers as your third right now. I wanted to go young. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm on the clock right now. The receiver's on my mind. There's a couple options, but it's also like, I'm, you know, I'm, I also thought about going, you know, IDP here. There's a. This one I think has been my favorite so far. So I got Burrow to a cup. Uh, DK, DJ Moore, Calvin Ridley, Pacheco, Brian Robinson, TJ Watt, Quay Walker, Gibson, Brooks, Lloyd, Warner. <coughs> Who's your, you have a shit third lot of players already, though. Who's your third receiver? Uh, <coughs> DJ Moore slash Ridley, and then the others, my top uh, flex. Damn, who do I got? Oh, I got Garrett Wilson and then Jerry. you got Herbert, Garrett Wilson, Kelsey, yeah. Russ Wilson, Judy, Najee, Zay Flowers, uh, David Montgomery, Ritter, Zaire Franklin, Nicobe Dean, Logan Wilson, Frankie Louvu, Briscoe. I made decisions. 
we got to make decisions, right? So I make a Kelsey decision. And if I don't take Kelsey there, right? It's Man, how do you not like your team? You already have 15 guys on your team. We're in the 14th round, and you're on the clock about to get to 16. Let, let me just yeah, – I'm always <laughs> complaining. You're Ricky, Ricky said this, though, because he, he said he has the same thing. You always got to be complacent. And Peacock said, what's the format for the Vegas League? So there's going to be multiple leagues that we're going to be doing. Um, the the main, like, Hustler Green Bowl, the $600 league, it's going to be literally the exact same format as the Dynasty minus hella bench spots, and, uh, but it's redraft. And then uh, – but we might draft a Vampire League then if we get enough people in it. We might draft a 3QB League uh, if we get enough couple, people in it. I know we're going to have some 25 – some $25 joints too, like regular redraft, like, you know, traditional Superflex uh, 12 team. And they'll probably be structured like the Hustler formats too. So, yeah, because I know I do want to get like a $100 like Hustler redraft going, you know, for the people who can't afford the $600 but still want, you know, at least a $100 league. So there's a nice purse, you know, on the uh, on the line there. But I'd say most of the leagues will probably be $55 buy-ins. And uh, just so we can get a few going. And uh, there may be some people who draft remotely in some of those drafts, but we want a good majority of, like, everybody to be there for every draft that we do. Yep. And And, uh, I'm pulling you up, Zach, over here in the 23 also. I don't even remember what I fucking did in the 23. I think I have Hurts. I have a Hurts team. Damn, this is crazy. I got DJ Moore and Ridley on the 23 also. And then I I, I have the, the Garrett Wilson, Mahomes. I mean, was it Garrett Wilson, uh, uh, Kelsey again? See, that's what's funny, yeah. too, because position-wise, um, we're, we're just, we're been, it's almost like during this time, when you look at the way your team builds, it just depends on what time of the offseason, right? Because certain yeah. things flow a certain way, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, certain people, you know, like, you read a blurb, it's going to jump a motherfucker up like shit right now. You know what I mean? It's crazy. I said I like that other one the most. I don't know, man. I'm liking this one. It's crazy. But it starts with the Burrow Tua again. <laughs> I mean, because the other one, I was at the three spot. This is the two spot, so that's why a lot of similarity. But I got Waddle, Drake London, Stevenson, DJ Moore, Ola Kuhn, uh, and then Ridley. Aaron Jones, <coughs> Dean, and Patrick Queen. Am I right? Yeah, and Mosley and Bentley. Yeah, I'm like, man. Oh, I was drafted next to you, huh? Yeah, you were. I was at the two. You were at the three. And Zach said I sniped him on Ridley. Ridley going at the eight two. I mean, shit. That was why I had to yeah, draft him earlier in the in the next one. Because uh, man, it's just people on him. I was mad at that. What up, Hassan? He said, uh, hey there, guys. Happy early Father's Day. Appreciate you, happy, honey. Man, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. You know what I mean? Do your thing. Hey, being a father, I say this all the time, being a father is, is, is not only a privilege, but it's also a choice. You know what I mean? Like some people, and it's sad to say that because some people just don't, don't it's sad to say some people don't have it inherent in them to just hit the switch. I'm a father. I'm going to take care of my kids. You know what I mean? So shout out to the ones that, that have that in them and shout out to the ones that like, are taking care of the motherfuckers that ain't even biologically theirs, you know what I mean? But they, it's their kids because they in the mix with the mother and taking care of the kids like stairs. Shout out to all of them, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. And uh, Dennis, <laughs> who do you guys think is more talented? 
Allen or Burrow? Burrow. Burrow. <laughs> Allen is <laughs> fantasy wise. Fantasy <laughs> fantasy wise is never gonna be far off. Because he has yeah. a rushing. He has a rushing and and I still think what this is what I always said. This is what I always said for uh for Josh Allen is that his ceiling to me is being like close to a thousand yard rushing and close to five thousand yard passing. So like you know what I mean? And the old you know what I mean that's like that, that's Burrow like doesn't passing. have to he doesn't have to run like no. Burrow won't even never throw it as much as him. Burrow's hella efficient, he's a Sagittarius. You know what I mean? And I say this because only the other Sagittariuses do this. Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, where they their their touchdown to interception ratio in relation to their QBR and their pass attempts and all that, it's always like super efficient. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And these are the only and efficiency is the hardest thing to replicate from year to year. But those guys do it. So and we've only seen um Dennis said that's what I said, and the guy argued with me on Facebook. Yeah, because most of because the- he hasn't seen it technically. Like some people are, most people are seeing is believing, and most people can't even see it and and see the flashes. And be like, oh my god, this guy is great. And then those then those guys that just argue are dumb because I mean we saw Joe Burrow do it repeatedly on a big stage. Like they don't put the Bengals necessarily in prime time. So over the last couple of years, he has to get them into the playoffs and show the world who they are. You feel me? And now they are in the mix. So it's crazy. Like, and I hope they wear the white joints more. That shit was hard, bro. Yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, one thing you got to remember about that Facebook group as well is like experts, gurus, and beginners, like the the beginners, like outweigh whoever considers themselves an expert or a guru, you know, in there. So, I mean, that's just one thing you got to take with a grain of salt. Like the one thing that I love about the group is that it's kind of like our general consensus on the casual like fantasy football player. It's real cool though that we can get a like a like a like a general consensus temperature check real quick. Yeah. And then the worst thing about the group <laughs> is that we can get a general consensus <laughs> temperature check. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> sometimes we just fucking hate how the general consensus views things as opposed to us because we know that a lot of times the general consensus is wrong about a lot of this shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, see here's the thing. It's like, um, I kind of based my own decisions on likelihood. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, what's more likely? Like, because, you know, I like coming up with crazy shit. Yeah. Like, you know, if I could come up with something that... Still got to make some sense, though. Like, still got to make some sense. Our, our, our craziness, it still makes, like, sense. Like, we see some people's craziness out there, and it's like, this shit makes no sense. Like, like okay, Romeo Dubs, right? You know, everyone, life after Aaron Rodgers, I kept telling people all offseason, watch, it's going to be, Romeo does probably the one I want better. It's going to come out of value. And, you know, saying with Christian Watson uh, emerging last year, he's he's going to draw number one coverage and or double coverage. And he doesn't have Rodgers throwing him the ball. So I, I, I tend to believe that Jordan Love will take advantage of that. And then pepper other guys that have yeah. lesser coverage. And that would be Romeo Dobbs to me. And then he comes out shining in camp yeah. with Romeo Dobbs. 
And so, you know, and then now that's going to affect the, the fucking ADP just a little bit, though, because there's still more people that are going to be hung up on Christian Watson because he's so polarizing. Eight touchdowns in five weeks. Fucking, it, it's, it's a fucking, a fucking amazing. You know what I mean? So, but this is something that I would say early on. You know, last year we were early on Stevenson. Last year we we're, we're early on. There's still a Damian Harris on that team. Name the starter. And we're telling people, don't even touch Damian Harris. Yeah. And then, you know, I used to hate when Damian Harris would keep falling, too. And in the moment someone takes Damian Harris, I'm like, fuck, I got to get Stevenson right now. You know what I mean? Stevenson right away. <laughs> yeah, I got to get Stevenson right fucking now. Because someone else is going to do it now. You know, like, Neil, he said, uh, what's up, studs? He said, this joint's for you. Let's get it. <laughs> it's a choice for you too, man. And don't and forget, shout out to you, you Comanian man. To, you know what I mean? Uh, condolences for your loss again, my brother. You know what I mean? Yeah, for Everybody sure. Everybody think twice about when you fucking with these drugs out here in these streets, bro. You know what I mean? These motherfucking drugs out here, bro. They be having offense on everything, bro. Everybody be careful. I don't even party with none of that shit. No, it's been a long, long time. I don't party with none, but I just smoke weed, eat shrooms, and drink. I don't even, even like to drink too. Is one thing too. It's like, man, I love drinking, but it's like, dang, it's you could indulge on mushrooms and weed, and you'll you'll never like ruin your body. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the one thing. It's like that's why I look. Like, I chuck the cigarettes. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it's like, fuck, this is like only gonna, like you know what sucks. Like, I eat mushrooms all the time. You know, I be mean? eating the mushrooms, and be like, and I'd be like, why are you eating out that cigarette, bro? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you just kill your fucking tainting the mushroom. The mushrooms get bad at me, bro. And then, and you know me, I just went from one day I was like, all right, I'm not smoking. I bought a pound of weed. Remember that? I was like, you know, I'm yeah. smoking a pound of weed and smoke. That's how I get over it. And don't forget, you can uh, you can join the 420 crew officially on YouTube <laughs> and on Twitch, and I uh, always shout out what you're smoking on. Because we hey, got- that probably sounds crazy to people, huh? We got the bong super chat, the joint super chat, the like, super chat, and the dab super chat. Like right? It don't sound crazy to you. If you said to me, oh, bro, I had to quit cigarettes, so I just bought a pound of weed and smoke a weed around the clock. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because people are like, you know what I mean? Like, because we're just accessible to shit like that. You know what I mean? Well, I guess if you don't know how to, like, take, like, make the weed last, you know, like, you don't got the jars. I mean, the tur- I mean, these turp bags, like, save it so the weed doesn't get dry. Like, I mean, because, you know, if you're not, because what'd that take you? But I'm talking about buying a pound of weed just to smoke. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, you feel me? Like, I'm just going to burn on this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, he got hella problems. No wonder he had to smoke a whole pound of weed. <laughs> yeah. I need a back out of me. <laughs> I know it's funny, like you guys have heard me smoking up that pink runs for a while. I bought a pound of that pink runs just to like have the damn yeah, shit to, like, on. Keep looking and I I'm still pulling on it. Like I still yeah. got a nice little jar, you know, left of it. So it's like, yeah, that, I mean that shit like legit might last like eight to ten months, but it's still fresh because got it all packed up nice, you know. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Hey, listen, when I'm out there in August, I'll be like, hey, listen, bust out the pink runs. I had the white runs for for uh for like the, the last two weeks before yeah. I got my hat. Actually, yeah, for the last three weeks, I had a gang of white runs, and then I had that Gary Payne. And shout out to our man Peacock. Said, I used to drink every day, and now I'm like six months alcohol-free. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, Peacock sober is a really nice way to live life. You know, the California sober means no alcohol. 
But uh, weed and mushrooms can always be in the mix. See, that's the thing too. Is like for me and drinking, I love well, it. Drink. Wizard. Like, like, okay, I drank a beer right now because I went hard last night. Woke up, was a little. Ugh. I woke up. I think I texted you like I ate there. Yeah, I just got up, man. <laughs> <laughs> My alarm didn't even go off because I don't even think I said it. I just went to sleep. You know what I mean? But you know what I'm saying? I only drank like it was just me and him. We just had a twelve. You know what I'm saying? But then boom, now I'm, I'm back on it. And you know me, y'all see me all day. I'm up and at it. So it's just the way it's the activation for me in the morning. You know what I mean? And Zach, we'll read your team in a second. We've been reading the comments and stuff. And uh, Dennis said, Hus, you put the humidity packs in your large quantities. I put the humidity packs in the large quantities, in the mid-sized quantities, yep. in the small quantities. But that's, what those, that's what those bags are, right? Basically. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so uh, like you can see right here, I got this tiny, this tiny little jar, you know, but then like the whole thing is just a humidity pack. The weed's just like kind of in the middle, but like I don't know, Vegas is just like it's way different than fucking San Diego. I wouldn't need humidity packs in San Diego, and the weed would still just like stay fresh because and it's not the same in Vegas. Like I because it's dry heat. Hell yeah. Yeah, because that dry heat will, like, dry it all the way the fuck up. Yeah, for sure. Wow, I didn't think of that. I mean, anytime yeah. I lead to Vegas, that motherfucker was going up. And these things are awesome. I think they're, like, five bucks, six bucks, you know? And, like, they last for a long-ass time because it only, um, like, whatever's in the inside, I don't even know what it is, but, like, as it gets used up, it gets harder. And that's how you know that, like, the thing's no good anymore. It doesn't have any of the moisture, you know, like, inside mm-hmm. or whatever anymore. And, like, most of these I bought, like, a year ago, and they're still going hard because it only soaks up, like, the moisture. You know, it only, like, loses moisture based on, like, how much it's giving off or, like, some shit like that. And so, like, the large quantities of, like, you know, like, the not the lesser like good weed that's the ones where it seems like those humidity packs like they get used up a lot quicker like the real 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 good weed that i've had it was like those things are already you know not dry as hell and uh so it's like as long as you keep it good it's like um with the uh air the the airtight sealed jars and shit you know it, it doesn't use a lot of the the uh the the humidifier bag and Electro said that a mock. He said doing another. I'd be down. So these are actually real drafts that we're uh, that we're covering. Uh, we do ten dollar best ball drafts, and that's we haven't even really been mocking. We've just been doing the best ball drafts. We've been mocking a few times here, and there, maybe like a couple times a month. <coughs> but we've been filling the real drafts, and that's really the way to go, man. Like mock drafts are cool, and we're gonna do a couple just to have like content, but like. They're still not like super accurate. Like, I mean, when there's money on the line, even if it's $10, you know, to get into this huge tournament where thousands of dollars is going to be on the line, you know, for prizes, like, then you start getting people really, really drafting based on what they want, not just like, oh, I'm going to practice doing this. You got to have the balls to take the strategy. You know, I'm having trouble having some webos right now, bro. Ta. With this pick in 24. I don't know if you noticed, but for the last, like, 30 minutes, I've just been arguing with myself in my head. But, nice. you know, so I'm respectful to others, so I can't say names. You know, remember before, if we're not on live, I'll just call you, bro. I'm on this clock right now. And I just, 
I don't even want your opinion. I just want you to hear me rant. <laughs> I make a pick. How many times I do that? I used to do that all the time, right? Yeah. I think I know who I'm going to get here, but then I would just go, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. You know what's crazy is, is that's what Ricky told me. He's like, my in my my personality traits like has the Libra hella strong. So I'm always like weighing out options all the time. Uh-huh. And, and I internalize it. It happens all the time. And for me, it's like I'm arguing with myself, really. That's what putting things on a scale is. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. And Electro Wizard Nice said that all you need in San Diego as a Mexican is tequila and Modelo. <laughs> nice. Hey, hey, you know, it's funny as man. I'm out, I'm, you know, say I'm from I'm from the Bay Area and all my Mexican homies. <laughs> that's always what it was, bro. We're drinking delis and shooting trone. You know what I mean? Or Don Julio. You know, say whatever whatever the choice was, you know what I mean? I lived in San Diego my whole life until last year, and uh, it's crazy. I still have not been back. <laughs> got no, almost no reason to go back. I mean, I mean, you got your moms and them out there, so you know maybe a holiday will bring you back one time or two. I mean, she's already came out here multiple times. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Though. And I've seen, well, and I've gone to Southern California, and she's gone to those events too. So it's not like we haven't seen her. Yeah, you know, so, but, so San Diego. Okay, you know what I love about San Diego, bro? It's like everywhere you go, you can get surf and turf things right yeah so it's like fucking like like you know what i mean I'm, anywhere you go you get shrimp or fish burrito bro yeah everywhere that, and I direct I everybody to the best surf and turf burrito in san diego because what? like it's the only it's the only reason why i go to this one specific uh taco shop out there it's right by sdsu and then right they have, like uh, what's the one that starts with a c Ca- uh the the california burrito no, it starts with a C. The restaurant has like a drive-through, but like, and then they, they but they have like the surfing. I mean, there's, there's a lot, but it might be Cotijas. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Where the that's one, there was one that you recommended me to go to when I was out there. Remember? Uh huh. I was in that area. Like a mission? Is it missions? Is that was that the street I was on? I was where the hotels are at. You're like, oh, you're like in the middle of San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, where do I get the surf and turf shit, bro? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, I need the fucking shrimp fries and I need the fucking, I need it all. Yeah. That would be the only reason of going back. Is that the burrito know. was fucking huge. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was one yeah. of those ones I was like, damn, maybe we should have just shared one. But then the next morning I was tearing it up. <laughs> the leftover, I was like, fuck yeah, I'm so glad we went there. Was that the was that the luchador spot that I told you about? No, because that one was like farther okay. where I was at. I went. To, you were like, "There's another one that's good. It's close." So I think it was Callistos, Calitos, Calatas. There's so many good ones. Yeah, but you were like, you directed me to a really fucking fire one, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know where I went, but I was like. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Oh, hold on, let me turn that off. And Peacock, uh, yeah, the Dos Equis Tecate and some Don Julio with the lime. And he said a margarita would go hard right now. That's the end. Okay, so, I mean, for everyone who's coming to the event, if you're staying at the 420 Crew Mansion, yeah. you're going to have... Preferences. 
your, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see your your food preferences, or I mean, really, it's like the negative things that you don't like, right? Make sure we don't have, uh, you know, allergies and some bullshit. I ain't, ain't nobody suing me, bro. <laughs> and uh, drinks gonna be asking, you know, what's your drink of choice? And if you don't drink, like, yeah, you'll just, I mean, there's gonna be weed and dabs, you know. So really, because uh, yeah, I'm not really gonna be drinking. Like, I don't know, I just don't even drink like that anymore. But we'll be fucked up off some dabs. You know, and you know, you know what fucked me up is when I looked over and you had a drink in your hand. I was like, "Oh, what, man? We get really faded now." And then you only had that one drink, and then we went on taking other shots and didn't really. <laughs> yeah, see, so I'm like, like let's get faded. Let's go. <laughs> and see, it's only when I go out. But it I... was what's his name? Remember Petey? Because he was making everybody <laughs> drinks. Remember? Yeah, he was like doing like his bartender thing. He was like, "Bro, everybody have a drink." Yeah, for sure. And seeing like, yeah, that, that's why, I mean, we're actually at the mansion. Like, yeah, we're going to have the drinks and stuff there and it's going to be on tap and that'll be the spots where I probably won't be drinking because, uh, man, we're just going to be smoking the whole time um, and Truman the whole time, probably. <laughs> is there a garage in that motherfucker? I'm sure there is. What's the garage look like? Yeah, that might be a main room. I mean, I know it's a garage. I mean, what if they have the garage done up too? Because a lot of times those places do, you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. I have no like, idea. There's gotta there. be somewhere we can moke and not be all fucking hot as a fuck. You feel me? I mean, at least we're gonna be able to dab and stuff inside. You know what I mean? Well, remember the remember the other spot we were looking at? It had like the indoor pool and they had like yeah. the doors and stuff. So like we that was already envisioned like, oh, that's probably where we'd be burning right there. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think if but, it, but also we don't want to do anything that like in jeopardize a deposit or anything like that. So we if it's with the bong, it, I feel like it should be good. A you bong, know, it, it's really just like you know the joints and the blunts and shit. Those are just gonna have to be outside for the most part. And uh, you know, like during, I think what it's gonna be is it's when the sun goes down, right? That's when everything is gonna kind of change. Like when when the sun goes down, it's not. I mean, I just here's the here's the thing though. Like we, I mean, I mean, is it gonna be disclosed if they have cameras in there? You know what I mean? Like I know that they they said that they do have cameras like outside, but weed's still legal. You know, inside though. Uh, it, I mean, because, like they can I, wave, I they can wave certain things. Like they can wave yeah. like things. Like you gotta read the contract closely. Or, yeah, or, you know, what I'm talking about because they can yeah. wave certain things like. Oh, uh, you know, uh, agrees to to not, you know, smoke inside or something like that. And then, like, we get this footage of us smoking inside. And then it's like, boom, then in the contract, it's, it states, fucking, you lose your deposit. Or, you know what I mean? Like, you just, you yeah. know, we got to pay attention to the rules. Yeah. It does say no smoking inside, but I guess yeah. it doesn't say no. It's, I always assume it's no smoking cigarettes. I mean, they said that they have the cameras, like, outside, and it's, like, security. You know, yeah. cameras. And hey, shit. listen, vaping. Listen, uh, we'll, it, we're vaping. Yeah. Inside. There's no yeah. way they stop it. Even dabbing, by definition, that's vaping. Like, get the yeah. fuck out. Yeah. And Zach said, I need to quit cigarette shit's nasty as fuck. I'm trying to hypnotize to quit. <laughs> and he said, I can't do it on my own. It's tough, man. Hey, you know what's crazy, bro? It's like, yeah. it, 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 I always try to, like, go about it in different ways. Like, okay, maybe me and the homie will quit and this and that. And then, like, and then you got to, and see, and then, like, even at one point, I was like, man, fuck this shit. Like, I'm, nothing controls me. You know what I'm saying? And I, I came to that hella times. 
if I don't want to do something, why am I doing it? That'd be like that. You know what I mean? But yeah. then like, it's just, there's so much, it's so much deeper than that. Like, you know what I mean? It was how I was wired. Like the cigarette is a different beast. It's like, get up in the morning, cigarette, eat cigarette, order food, go outside, smoke some weed and wait and smoke a cigarette and go back to the table. Food's ready. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Eat yeah. the food, go back outside, smoke a cigarette. Like, it was just like, oh, we're walking from Target to here, smoking a joint, other hand, cigarette. Like, they, my, walking behind the kids and my girl, like, 20 feet behind them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't give a fuck. When anyone says, until I care what I think. And I'm like, yeah. Yep. And it was when they stopped, they, they, they outlawed the menthols, bro. Yeah, for sure. And then here I am smoking a goddamn marble red. <laughs> not a sweet Newport or even I was smoking on the fake Newport it's like the Newport but it's not menthol right and I'm like what the fuck this is yeah. some shit man yeah, way different. and I told myself and then, oh and then like see but I kept it up for a minute because in my city it was fine and there was no you couldn't you couldn't get it but in the next city over where my studio was at and I lived like on the borderline so I'd be like, fuck it, I'll go to Mopitas, which is the next city. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, my, then the 7-Eleven right by my studio, be like, bomb, go get a pack of Newports. I even get like two or something. I'd be like, oh, I'm good for this week. Yeah. Because I wasn't a crazy smoker like that. At least I was, and that, you know, when you're a smoker, you find ways to justify, well, I'm not smoking a pack a day. I smoke a pack every three days. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I remember in, uh, in Freddy versus Jason, um, someone was like, I thought you were quitting cigarettes. And she was like, I only uh, I only smoke when I drink. But she was like, but you're always drinking. She was like, I know. I got to work on that next. I mean, it'd be like that. See, that, that so, like, I, I remember uh, the first time I ever quit, like, I guess you could say stop. Right? Yeah, it's not said when you're on the job site and everyone's smoking cigarettes, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Especially like, see, you really got, I, I bought a pound of weed and I was not around nobody, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then most of the people, I'm one of the only people that was smoking cigarettes, except for like my homies that don't smoke weed like that. You know what I mean? Like all yeah. my homies that smoke weed like us, like round the clock, like they don't smoke cigarettes. The homies that don't smoke weed like that, they only smoke like here and there. They smoke cigarettes all the time, you know what I mean? Yeah. Hey man, keep the sneaks to the best. He was like, my daddy told me. Motherfuckers gotta do some, gotta smoke a cigarette or something. <laughs> Motherfuckers gotta do something. You know what I mean? <laughs> you gotta do something, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, and then like I, I smoked, I, I started smoking hella backwoods. That's how I quit the cigarettes too, which was like still like tobacco, but it was getting off that cigarette. You know what I mean? Yeah, and did uh, did the menthols get shut down everywhere? Zach said uh, he's in Minneapolis, no menthol cigarettes either. I guess it ha it's happening everywhere now, I guess. Because, you know, California is one of those places, like, they do everything first in Cali. Like, yeah, I mean, smoking indoors and all that shit, I think, started in California, right? Yeah, like, no more smoking indoors. That started in Cali. Then, then, remember, um, Cali and New York are the ones who do things first, right? They're like, yeah. but but uh, not too long ago, remember the stupid-ass no more plastic straws? Yeah. That was insane. Like, what if I got a piece of cardboard I'm drinking a drink out of? You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Or like, uh, remember at one point there was just always paper bags? Yeah, paper or plastic. Then all of a sudden they're not asking you no more. And if you want a plastic, you got to pay for this shit now. I was like, what? Yeah. What What? What am I going to use for the garbage in my bathroom? 
You know what I mean? You know your little, your little bathroom bucket where the garbage <laughs> like, I use those paper bags and the plastic bags for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, now it's 10 cents a plastic. I'm doing a major. I'm a, and I'm really bitching about like. The I'm bags are better quality though for the 10 cents. That is true. And so grateful. Yeah, I'm so food. glad there's no uh, 10 cent bag charge out here. And oh, so that was another thing too. 2018, and I'll never forget this because this is when I went to go see the uh, the ballers at at uh, the Independent. The Independent is a is a it's on uh, on the Visadero in Frisco. You know what I'm saying? They're like a comedy uh, club. It, it's just it's a venue. Okay. So like they've had hella like legendary rock acts there and, okay. and comedians, and then like like I saw uh, when I worked for that magazine, I interviewed Tech Nine at the hotel down the street and then he performed there yeah you know what i'm saying and we were all on molly and shit with, with tech nine and, and his folks like that shit was fucking tight and then there's um uh, uh oh yeah so I, I go over there to go see the ballers and uh, at this point ah secret stoking right I, we call cigarette stugs and where i'm from you know what i mean so I was secret stoking and i'm with candlestick he don't candlestick don't smoke cigarettes ever you know what i mean He'll smoke weed with me and shit and hitting with his lady. But outside of that, he's he just likes to drink and like and do mushrooms and stuff like that. So like I'm like, shit, bro, let's go to the store. Cause now I gotta buy a pack because there's no one or I'm gonna bum off of him, right? And then I go over there and I'm excited to buy a pack. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna have a whole 20 of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> Cause you know, when I used to like see, you know, hide the smoking cigarettes, it's like, ah, wait till I see someone and be like. Oh shit, bro! Let me get a stove. You know what I mean? Ta. Right, but then now it's like, oh, I'm at that twenty. And then we're in Frisco, 2018. We walk in the liquor store, and the dude's like, "We don't sell menthols." I was like, "Bullshit!" Because I'm right, right. Let me get some Newports. Yeah, we don't sell uh, menthols. I said, "What?" And he's like, "Yep." And he points at some sign. It was like, "No more menthols. No more." And this is in 2018 in Frisco. You feel yeah. me? Like the whole yeah. time. And I'd die without menthols. I'd drive to Iowa if I had to. <laughs> See what I'm saying, bro? And when I didn't, listen, that was the thing that got to me, though. I was like, damn, like, they, I can't even get them no more. And I had a homies in other states, like, Bronson, your car. And I'm like, no. Oh, uh, Chris, re put it re put in the question and then I'll read it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah what, what's your question, Chris? No, 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 no. He said that he fucked up the question. He said he screwed it up. Re put it back in and we'll read it out. And uh, how about let's read out Zach's squad in the 23 here? Yeah, yeah, he's been asking with T Lon Stroud, then Diggs, Jacobs, Addison, uh, Jamison Williams, Pacheco, Pitree, Monty Burns, Kadarius Tony, Hooker, making me mad all through this draft. I like his team, Hooker, Madison, Shaq Leonard, Ingram, Burns, Will Anderson. Um, is that I Nolan, say Nolan that Smith? I What's his first name? I always forget. Nolan Smith, right? Yeah. Yeah, Nolan Smith. And uh I played on him for like a year for real, but he's gonna be bad. He's Drew be Tranquil, Nuosu, Rashad Penny, Jalen Carter, McKinnon, <laughs> Zay Jones, Tyler Boyd. There's a top twenty-four. I like it. I mean, I guess the place where I I mean, it's the young wide receivers, and I guess the, you know, Jamison Williams, he's going to miss a couple weeks. Probably could have got him a little bit lower just because. got a lot of DL. I think a lot of DL guys, like guys that are good for your DL spot, but, like, I think I would want more, like, linebackers, too. Mm -hmm. 
like you know what I mean? Like he got like Nuosu, like that he's great in the LB. I mean, he's a great for like, like cheat code. Yeah. Yeah. Putting your DLs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You get a bunch yeah. of those guys. He did get Jamin Davis later, but yeah. Yeah, and the Monty Rice and the, you know that those are two like those guys are going in his lineup, I'm sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So that's the thing that I would have changed is getting more middle linebackers mixed in. I love the Jamin Davidson much. I was just talking about that. That shit made me super high. The potatoes, yeah, yeah, dude, the Tony pick. Like, he was just like getting me. Like, ah! I don't even remember my team in there either. Like, I'm just ready to go to war. I don't give a fuck. We're it's going been chunky. Drafting. We're just doing so many drafts. They all kind We're of going like, chunky. We, they're all it is cool, though. When I go, when I've been setting my lineups, I'm like, oh, shit, I got some monsters. That's all are so fun. Like these are gonna be the ones that, like, you know, we're gonna look back on, and like some people have tremendous steals because we drafted so early. Maybe some people we might have gotten a little bit too early, but tremendous. Everything is. Everything is gonna change when these redraft start hitting. Start hitting the scene. And uh, what up, Chris? He said I made this dynasty trade yesterday. I traded the 105. These are all uh, 2023 105, 2023 206, 2024 second for Tyreek. Single QB, full PPR, start three. He already has a Monron, Garrett Wilson, and Christian Watson. Yeah, I mean, that's awesome. You win now, right? Yeah. That's a great move. I mean, I guess he didn't pay that much for, for Tyreek Hill. Did you, uh, did you see the trade that I made in the seven? What is it? It is. I'm gonna pull it up. I can hear It is. I received Terry McLaurin, a third rounder, a fifth rounder, and a seventh rounder for James Connor, Dre Greenlaw, and KJ Osborne. Damn, you came up. You know, mm-hmm. I love Terry McLaurin this year, too. What? I love Terry McLaurin this year. You came up. I needed another wide receiver. Uh, Dre Greenlaw hurt. Uh, but James Conner was my number two, so that kind of hurt a little bit too. Hey, my, my running back sucked at me too, bro. Yeah, this one's I, tough. I, I got I got Austin Eckler. I need to parlay Austin Eckler into two running backs somehow. <laughs> That's what I need to do. Sounds like a good plan. Yeah, but this one I got, uh, this is the one with Lamar and Dak, and I got uh, Diggs, uh, McLaurin, Pittman, Lockett, Goddard, and Joku. My defense is dope, but losing uh, losing Greenlaw kind of hurts. You know what sucks, too, is like when we were drafting that year, Green that was the Greenlaw coming off the injury year, but then yeah. the Greenlaw was going hella cheap. I took, I actually took, I mean, someone, you took Greenlaw, and I remember I took Aziz thinking I'm smart later. I'm like, Aziz about to get a, he's about to get a roll, and he did, but then he got hurt, and Greenlaw came back, just took it, and then got paid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's the man. It's like, yeah, Greenlaw's a bad motherfucker. It's crazy, because I'll always have Greenlaw ranked higher than Fred Warner, but Fred Warner's always going to get drafted higher than Greenlaw. Yeah, well, see, that's the thing, too, is the wheel line. I think that's why I'm excited about Christian Harris, because the wheel linebacker is the one that, like, in in, uh, in D'Amico Ryan, since he was the guy after Robert Sala, it's always been the wheel linebacker getting way more tackles. You know what I mean? Zach said, I need Ridley, Huss. 
Man, I mean, he was an eighth-round draft pick. I had to pay up for him, man. Had to pay up for him. I'm not just going to give him away. I said I took uh, the young DB pitcher because he had hell of tackles last year. Feel like he'll yeah. be kind of this year too. Hell yeah, man! Hell yeah, he's about to and shit. And he's with D'Amico Ryan's too. Like they're gonna use. They're gonna make sure this guy's a. He's a fucking factor. Yeah, we got to get the guy. He's a number one stunner. What 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 what? what, 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 what? <laughs> Jackie Chan and that bitch MacGyver. <laughs> Never was that enough, my shit. That beat was dumbass hard. It had like the mafia guitars, but it had the fucking the uh the, the snares was dope in there. I haven't heard that song in a while. Like, yeah, that shit was sick. That number one. Fucking uh. Yeah, thanks a lot. He's hyped on Greenlaw, man. There was much to give him up. James Ponder, you know. Good, good and Chris said my starters are Lawrence, Connor, Najee, Tyreek, Von Rockman, Watson, Rob, and Koo. Well, I don't like playing the league, but I like all your starters. Like me, 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 I heard that in hell of a while. And what do you think? You think uh, everything that BG was saying was true about Baby? Because did you hear the, uh, um, damn, what was that BG album? The Life After Cash Money? Mm-hmm. Did you hear that? Uh, nah. What was he talking about? Like, like he's like, like, he's like, like, he's like a homo or something? Homosexual? No, no, no. That, uh, that baby was paying him with bricks. Oh, I mean, I believe that for sure. Baby was like the man, bro, and Baby and his brother. Yeah, like in the, in the, in their projects, they were like they're really getting it. I mean, that's how they have money to come. Um, that's how they're getting money to put out tapes to begin with, and then then you know what I'm saying they got they landed a deal with Universal, and and it was crazy because like I think Universal gave them like thirty million, bro. So like it was on, you know what I mean? Yeah. So they go from being like millionaires off the street shit, and then now they have all this money, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. So of course the transition isn't like ripping off a bandit. We'll see, I'm, love. We'll see, I'm, I'm about to tell a little tale of my life story. Cause you know what though? Here's here's why they fuck so much. So hey, here's a brick. Right? Yeah. Then you'd be like, here's 10 bricks. Oh, and he's just had to carry it. 
I mean, cause here's the thing though. It's like, it's like, hey, you know, 10 bricks and then go get your money, right? Instead of like, hey, here's your, you know, here's your advance or here's your, uh, your signing bonus. Like, you know what I mean? Because yeah. they were all taking legit record deals. He was manipulating a lot of them, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then there was Lil Wayne. He favored, he favored Lil Wayne, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he still didn't favor him enough. He fucked fuck him on, the, on, on his uh, publishing and his right way. They actually went to court. Lil Wayne went to his shit, you know what I mean? Baby, you already yeah, see, this song right here where he's kind of laid it out. This set of part where it's like, I gotta go to the park first. It's pretty much accurate. But hey, I ain't gonna lie, I can't even hear him because of the way, like, she's like, I have no How you play me, I can't respect that. You know, real niggas do real things. I can't respect Could you hear it there when I turned it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start that thing over. I want to hear it now. Yeah. What's the I'm love? What's the I'm, I'm about to tell a little tale of my life story. You heard me? But I'ma quit on and break it down piece by piece. Oh yeah, if I rap my whole life, I'll be rapping my whole L. Walk with me through this. I was born 1980, September 3rd. That's the day shakes come out and fix it, sir. So you know I got the blood in my veins. My daddy had three brothers that all gave me some game. They was raised in a project. I was born in a hood. I was raised on a block. My mom did what she could. Always got what I need. Sometimes I got a little more. But I grew up watching G's on the set getting dope. I made B's and C's up into fifth grade. It went to D's and F's. Cause I ain't wanna behave. I, I was a class clown, Christopher raised hell. I show my dick to them hoes and I'm holding in a spell. Yeah, I get punished, supposed to be inside. Snuck out the back mama school for lunchtime. I go holy spot, man. I break out and run. Make a hit and come with a hit and come with a Somewhere in 87, might have been 88. I knew a baby and slim, we was from around the same way. They moved a lot of weight. But I ain't gon' tell it all. I'ma cut this part short, cause my mind was involved. Come on now, you know I ain't not real. Baby, you already know. When I was about nine years old, you know what I'm saying? You used to come through on my street. I ain't gon' say what you used to bring through on my street. But you had said no what you used to bring through on my street. You heard me? Multi-platinum. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we was doing all these big things. You 
when it's going bling, when the Webster Dictionary, each trademark that ain't bring a real nigga all the time. You rockin', man. Come on, man. Bring a real nigga. I'ma get back into my story. I was doing my thing, and I met this four foot hustler. They call him Lil Wayne. That was my little nigga, called him my little brother. Baby threw a cross between us, but I still love him. Universal of the deal. We went to getting meals. That's when nigga decided to not keep it real. I had an idea. I ain't gonna believe it. I went to in a million years. He had the cheese I hit a dope habit. That monkey was on my back. So he turned his back. Get up when you fall. The streets all over, they rooted for the underdogs. I got chisel, I got snipe, I got go on my team. I got a click of niggas ready for blow on my team. From Detroit to Atlanta, Texas to Nashville. Play if you want, and you see how the dead feel. That was all in my past. LT dog, I miss you. It's uptown for life. Shopper City Records official, nigga. You hear me? Shopper City's in a building, nigga. I mean, I ain't gonna be big dog with the big dog status like Big Ben. Play my little nigga. Like, you know, nigga, you know, real nigga do real things. Believe it. My little brother, hot kizzle. I got you. I got you. My little dog, dog. I got you. Believe me. My little dog, snipe. I got you. Y'all ain't low, my dog. Hey, that was like early 2000s. 2004 or five, something like that. And that was BG. Banks a lot of, if you remember, the Hot Boys and Bling Bling, and so BG was the it Bling was crazy Bling. because so so BG and Wayne they 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 you know they grew up together like kids type of shit. Yeah, and they were the BGs, like the, BG. <laughs> like the group, like the the BGs group, right? Yeah, but like BG, baby gangsters, they were the BG. Yeah. yeah, right. And like, but then. You know, they, they, it like he said in the story, this is crazy because I never, I've never heard that track, but I know the history, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And cause, cause baby, he split them up. He was like, nah, Wayne's gonna be a solo artist. And then he put, he puts Turk with like BG and, and then, then, but then eventually he puts them all in a group, the Hot Boys, right? Cause it, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy cause they were all popping and, you know, coming up. In New Orleans and shit, but like when he signed them all, you know what I mean? It was because you know, new you gotta remember in new that was popping in New Orleans, like motherfucking Master P was getting motherfuckers popping, like you know what I mean? And like Master P wasn't he was from the third ward. I don't know geographically, but I know that's not uptown, you know what I mean? Because they used to be like a Master P and they used to be like fuck a uptown stunner. They would say shit like that because a stunner was like someone was like showing off and you rob stunners, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, Cash Money, it became, they made it. It wasn't that stunning was the thing, but that was the term. They they coined it, because that's what, cause so when I first used to hear, used to hear the, the term, it was like, oh, that's motherfuckers, they robbed and shit. Like, yeah. oh, they think they stunting over there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then, you know, over the years it became, they, because then they got that real money, bro. They're the, some of the first, Master P had one of the first ones that had real money, too, though, that real shit. Yeah, they're independent, like having real money, bro, like hundred million dollars type of shit. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you got real money, you got some real. You know what I mean? You got some big toys. You know what I mean? You're 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 starting a little different. Oh yeah. Then then it was funny because quickly when the cash money came up, and then the next like Master P album, he had like songs about stunting and shit. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're still my hero, P. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, shit's wild. 
the evolution of cash money was crazy because all the uh i mean the little wayne shit and i mean the early shit like i like i mean still like his first one like i mean that's still i mean i guess i probably never gave the other ones like the time of day because i was like man fuck all this shit like <laughs> the way cash money the one with the block is hot yeah yeah, that, that album was pretty tight production wise too. Like that was I mean these fools were going they're driving some major joints. He was like a teenager, was he like 15, 16? Something like that, right? You got that shit. Yeah, let's see. What were some of the what were some of the cuts on there? Man, uh the block is hot, loud pipes. Yeah, um Wayne's not that much older than me. He's probably like five or six years old to me. <laughs> yeah. Dropping like it's hot. That was a good one. Drop, drop, drop. What, what, what? After you break it up and stop. What, what, what? Dropping like it's hot. After you break it up and stop. Drop it like it's hot. 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 Drop it like it's which one? E40 and the Hot Boys? Uh, I mean, probably, but I don't know. This is from that same year. Uh-huh. I, I think it's called, uh... Just look up E40 featuring the Hot Boys. I think it's from the Strictly Business. I think it's <laughs> It's from like the like a 1999 album. Yeah, yeah. 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 You got the letters, your nigga. My boys, my hot boys. Oh, the the uh-huh. 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 I went from rags to riches, thank to bad bitches. Yeah. Stealing Get this shit crackling. My probation officer don't know 
what happened. Stay out the way, I'm H.O.T. and not that action. Move it up with two slugs and face masks and camouflage fashion. I'm all about that luxury. I'm also about putting 50 in your head, boy. Too thinking about fucking me. I'm gonna be here for a minute. You gotta respect it. There's a lot of niggas out here getting killed, they accept it. Freezer burn platinum on my pinky. Look at me. Squatting 20 inch twinkies. Look at me. I'm like that. It's like that. What? I'm like that. It's like that. Look at me. Freezer burn platinum on my pinky. Look at me. Squatting 20 inch twinkies. I mean, they're simply just going to the bay and seeing the pipe goes out there, and that's why they were swinging them Lambos. Hell yeah, bro. Come on. But who was the, uh, who was the connection to them? That was the big, that was the big timers. Oh, the connection to the bay was Juvenile. Juvenile, Juvenile, fuck with JT, the biggest thing. Like, he lived. Juvenile and Young Buck. Man, I was just about to ask this doctor if anybody's seen the movie Fall and Watch. I got the DVD in my collection. That's just a classic. Like Zach said, man, whatever happened to the late night beatbox? We haven't been watching the late You know, we had the late night on the, on the Saturday night. Yeah, during the, during the season, we'll bring it back for sure. Yeah, we're already streaming more now than we ever have been. I mean, we're doing like 95 streams. We've been doing like three a day pretty much. Uh oh, Peacock is almost three seasons through the room. And Man, the one thing that I really don't like about E40 is how uh, he really didn't start fucking with the hyphy shit until after Mac Dre died. Well, I mean, he was, listen, like, it was all, what made me mad is like, they was, it was really the, I didn't like when E40 started making hypey shit. Like, they make mob music. You know what yeah. I mean? And then all of a sudden, they start doing some hypey shit. Like, that's cool. But, you know what I mean? It was, you know. Zach said Juvie still fucks with Oaktown Hard type. Hell yeah. Juvenile. So that's that's the connection, though, because Juvenile and even Young Buck before, before Young Buck, because Young Buck was cash money, quote unquote. Right? right. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? But he was, he was running around with Juvie. And they were staying with JT in the bay, like like trapping for real, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. Like there's like we we ran in juvenile and uh, and all those fools in many occasions back in those days, bro. And then even when I worked for WWS Magazine, you know what I'm saying. Uh, and then we when uh, when we interviewed um, Young Buck when when we went to the hotel in Frisco, 
You know what I'm saying? Fucking uh, JT came out. Like, and then, and then, and then, and then, you know, JT's on the phone, JT big figure, he's on the phone type of shit. And then, and then uh, he's like, yeah, they all outside. And then it's like, okay, so we go outside and he said, you want to do the interview outside. So we're just walking outside and my man's doing the interview and I'm just there with hella tree, you know what I mean? Because I, I, I was, I did post uh, edits, you know, yeah. so I'll take the audio and mix it, but you know, I was, but I'm a factor, bro. So I'm just out there, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then like, and, and, and we're doing interviews walking through the streets, bro. Frisco, hella kids outside, hella, you know what I mean? Yeah. And Young Buck, this is like in the height of G unit and shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. This is like 2005. Jack, he said, I know it's going to suck going back to work, missing out on the shows. You know what you got to do? You just got to get an AirPod and you just yeah. got to throw it in one ear. That's what it's, you all do. Good. it's all good, bro, because fucking you got to get the bag, bro. Yep. Got to get Z bag. Hell yeah. Yeah, and you, you said, did you finally get your stitches, stitches out and all that shit? Man, that has to be, uh, yeah. So that, that what was, happened? Did he get like LASIK or something? What happened there? Uh, he said he pretty much got a facelift, is what it was. And, oh, the tight. Yeah, so it was like, but it was like all, it was like above his eyes and shit where all the uh, the stitches were. And yeah. And yeah, he sent me a picture of I just didn't know. I didn't really. It was I didn't feel like it was my my place to ask and shit, right? <laughs> but I was like, yeah, he looked like a total badass, and he was like smiling in the picture, but he was like had his eyes closed. He was like, you know what I mean? I was like, hey, bro, you look like you, you look like you're in good spirits though, because this is like probably like the day he got home. He sent yeah. a picture. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. And I was like, damn, what happened, bro? I didn't know. I mean, I didn't. I mean, I remember he said he was going like to get something done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. And uh, he said, my ninja from the Bay, uh, from the Bay Stars is a promotion dude who brings Juvie out all the time. He also uh, got Bay Dirk Stars out there. Okay. Dang, I haven't heard that in a minute. I remember, did, did, didn't they used to have like a paperback mag too back in the day? Bay Stars and shit. I swear they used to have a paperback magazine. It was one of them. There was like Mad Dog and Bay, Bay Stars. It's crazy that like physical magazines almost like don't even exist anymore. I mean, like and like back in the days, that's how people used. That's how Dub the best. That's how I met them. I came all across them. Okay. And so they had sense to the dude. He was at San Jose State. You know what I'm saying? And like I knew he, the bitch he was with. I knew her though. So that's really how I got tied in. I used, see, I used to see his shit everywhere though. He had like a paper mag for real. Okay. And it's like legit with like legit artists on it. And then like then like you know, he started to, uh coming out with a digital version. Okay. And this is like this is like early, bro. 2005. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is like early on, like you know, he had a MySpace and he had like one of them trios. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. The trios, so he's like, I remember when I met him, he was showing me, he's like, yeah, this is my website right here. Whoop, and I need somebody. He's like, I heard you got a studio. I need somebody that'll take the audio because this is a mag. So I'm like, it's a magazine. And he's like, yeah. He's like, I put everything in transcript and that that goes in the in the in the paper versions. And he's like, but I want to take the audio. And he's like, and he's like, and he showed me example. He's already doing it himself. And he's like, I can records. So he would record the whole interview, and I take so video and audio. I take the audio. Uh huh cut him out of it 
at asking the questions and, uh -huh. and then he'll re-record his questions as characters. Oh, okay. oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember you. Yeah. So yeah. it'd be like real serious interviews, like this with Diddy and shit like that, and like, and then we'd be in the lab and he'd be like re-recording, he'd be like, "Woo, doggy, I'm here with P Diddy." <laughs> hey, what's up? Take that. Like you know what I mean? Like it'd be like this. It's like so funny, dog. It'd be so serious though. Did you say what? Tell the young kids that's trying to come up in the rap game. What you gonna do, Diddy? You know, when I was coming up, we had a crew and uh, we had a promotion company. We were throwing big parties and blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, it was like a real serious interview. But he, and I was just, and he had different characters. And, and like, and then he started like, then he started like becoming like a character, the guy. Okay. And at this point, I had my first kid. So I dipped out for like a year. You know what I mean? Then he pops up in the picture again. And like, <laughs> now he want to make music. Right. Okay. It's coming back getting in a different capacity, getting studio time for me, right? Then he's like, you should come back work for the mag, man. I'll let you do interviews, bro. Like before, like he was letting me do interviews and I had a kid and I was like, bro, you about you know, because like it was cool, like learning the business and shit and getting exposure and like really like I was just going everywhere, like meeting people and like making connections and setting the packs and you know what I mean? Like I was doing like wild shit, bro. Because <laughs> like, like we're going everywhere, we're going everywhere, bro. For sure. Yeah. We're meeting all these artists from everywhere and like so say like we'd be like in, we'd be like in uh, in LA, and we were in LA all the time. But it'd be like, oh, we're gonna interview Sugar Free, but then we're also gonna interview like these other underground artists that are trying to come up. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. And then 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 like, you know what I'm saying? Um, on the Sugar Free, so like he's he's still technically underground, right? And then it'd be like, okay, you know, we'll say this one. Until we get a big name, oh boom! Then we get a call, oh Tech Nine, okay, boom, yeah. And then I tell, I remember I stopped my boy, hold on, hold on. I go, I'm gonna do this one just like I did a sugar free one. He's like, well, I love Tech Nine. You don't know shit about Tech Nine. I told my boy, I'm like, I'm not gonna let you do that. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm gonna do this Tech Nine interview. Like I remember that was the first one. I was like, I'm fucking doing that shit. That shit. You're gonna go in there and ask some stupid ass questions. You're fucking. Yeah, he's like a character at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But he's like, he's like, he started getting into like tats. Like, remember when everyone started getting like neck tats and face tats and shit? And he was going crazy, bro. <laughs> like, I remember like, he was already like sleeved up. He had all the American classics to him. Uh -huh. He thought was American classics, right? Oh, Such man. as like the Michelin tire man. You know what I mean? And fucking, and like the uh, Ghostbusters sign and stuff. Like, you know, just. <laughs> Hello Kitty uh, on like Hello Kitty on his neck right here. It's like pink and everything. Yeah, that Tech Nine. Uh or he said, yeah, Tech Nine dude raps so damn fast. I mean, yeah, hell yeah. But once you start like, I don't know, like for me, I used to think like like bone thugs, I was like, what the fuck are they saying? But then it's because I didn't I didn't understand anything. You know what I mean? Like lingo wise. Then when you start growing older, like, oh, you know exactly what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, a lot of times because Tech Nineties and other ones, was he makes up his own slang and shit too. Mm -hmm. Like Tech Nizzle, Tech Nizzle on the Nizzle. <laughs> like, but what? What is that? Like, <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get up out of here. We're gonna be back in uh, like four hours from now for the uh, which uh, division is it for the replacements? 
for the replacement fast draft. Hell yeah. Get ready, guys. 3 o'clock West Coast time, 6 o'clock Eastern time. Another best ball draft. We are already filled up, but we're going to start taking um, people in the next uh, drafts. We got the Sandlot slow draft filling up, and then we're going to start filling up another fast draft in the slow draft. We got to figure out the uh... – actually, maybe we'll do that before we get out of here. What should these next divisions be for the fast draft and the slow draft? Um, yeah, throw in some ideas in the chat, guys. It's usually – we've been doing uh, dope movies, dope TV shows. That's the different divisions. Um, I don't know, good fellas. Sopranos. Maybe it's the Sopranos division. Do the Sopranos as a slow draft. Let's see, what should the fast draft be? Let's see. Now we have now we have Sopranos in the mix. We have uh, we already have what would we have? Uh, the Wire, Entourage, a uh, couple couple HBO shows already in the mix. Hey, you, you know, children, right? Their first, they're like. Cause I know when I was a kid, if there's a handle on the cabin, I open. I'm just kind of like, like, I'll like pull on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, jump yeah. on that shit and pull. I see the kids do that. I'm like, yo, I'll fucking slap the fuck off your hand. Off <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, bro. Fucking my. Oh shit! Kid said the Simpsons. That's a real good one. There you go. What the All fuck? Right. The Simpsons fast draft. And that automatically opens the door for like the future, the Family Guy one and Futurama. Like, there it is. Yeah. All right. So, Sopranos will be the slow draft and the Simpsons will be the fast draft. There we go. Good shit, kiddo. And uh, Peacock said, I want to hear Tech Nine and Twist have a conversation. Nice. <laughs> all right. Let's get up out of here. We'll be back in like four hours. Be on the lookout, guys. Make sure you hit the notifications. Turn them on. If you have not, smash the like button. Go subscribe to the podcast, Fantasy Football Hustler, and the Silver Screen Breakdowns, the new podcast that's going to be dropping this week is going to be on Half-Baked. We just recorded it last night. And next week, we're doing Drop Dead Fred. Get ready. That is going to be a super fun one. Peace. We're out. Defense. On me. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. Oh, here comes the. 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 Oh, here comes the.